What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, June 22nd, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Thor, a.k.a. Southside Zoe, a.k.a. Matt Swaski. And with me, as always, my good buddy, Aldo Soto. Boys, it is good to be back, and it's even better because the Cubs might be back. The good Reverend K. Fitz. Hey, I got this new... Oh, you actually did it? It worked! Oh my <laughs> god! Holy shit! <laughs> and NASCAR Mitch. Who cares about me? Get to the puppies! And this is the unofficial new mascot of Pinwheels and Ivy. This is Thor. Woo! Hey, Thor! Give Shout a thumbs up for Thor. I'm single. Subscribe to the channel. Alright. <laughs> Alright, so we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, as the title says, the Cubs are hot, folks. I mean, no... Keep Thor on. It's a one-hour stream of Thor. <laughs> no, he started. He started whining. I don't think he liked it. Uh, just like the Cubs, good dog. And handle the bright lights. Wow. <laughs> Pinwheels uh, and Ivy Puppy Bowl. We should make Pinwheels and Ivy dog Puppy World Series. Yeah. Um, just run bases. The Cubs are hot. Ten of the last twelve. We're gonna dive into that and the NL Central because I mean the Cubs are doing well, but there's a team in the NL Central that is really fun. That. Annoyingly fun. Yeah. Annoyingly fun. Oh, I like that. Annoyingly We're talking, fun. of course, about the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, as I mentioned in the video leading up to the show, while the Cubs are hot, the White Sox are, um, well, they're interesting. I mean, I'll give, them, I'll give them credit. They give us shit to talk about every week. When are they, they not really, interested? They, they really do. <laughs> I mean, from national reporters saying one thing to Rick getting pissed off to... Pedro basically saying he's sick of our shit to injuries galore to veterans saying they'd welcome a trade and then Lucas Giolito saying I love it here like, it's just some wild shit going on it's seriously now that Vanderpump's over this is my new favorite soap opera <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about which in this game I'll take the content I mean if you're gonna be bad at least provide content I mean, you could be boring bad. Like, you could be like the, well, the A's actually got something going on right now. Who's boring bad right now? The Washington Nationals. Yeah, Royals. Washington Royals. Yeah. So yeah. They, now there's no reason to watch. The, the Royals are kind of just sad bad. Boring. Yeah, the Royals are sad bad. The Nationals are like, we made a big move, so we're kind of trying to rebuild bad. But yeah, the, the Royals are just, I don't see a road to success for them. Bobby Wood Jr. is really good. And that super Italian first baseman dude they got named Vinny. He's hurt, though. He's, he's out for hurt. Yeah. <laughs> he's out for the season? Yeah. God damn. They have nothing going on. We should have a special siren for uh, when the White Sox take a walk, because that barely happened when Eloy just did it. Um, yeah. So all that and then some. Let's tap this guy. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantees or the whole league that we here now. New show with a new move. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on the boy, yeah. Every season. 
As always, the show is brought to you by Sports Mockery, sportsmockery.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications for all the latest and greatest news in all of Chicago sports, sportsmockery, sportsmockery.com. And also brought to you by Uncle Bud's on 97 South Cicero in Oak Lawn, now slinging some serious pizzas. I put the picture up on uh, Twitter. They're new to the pizza. They got some, it's not just your standard old pepperoni and sausage. This ain't Joe Daddy's pizza. This is some really good shit out there. Uh, they're mixing it up. Make sure you uh, go and check them out. Uncle Bud's on, what I say, 97 South Cicero in Oak Lawn. All right. So we're going to start. Real quick, the- I just need to draw attention to something. I misread this. I totally misread this. I thought it, I, I got my mixed all words up. Uh, I, I caught the corner. So I don't smoke out of a corn dog before the show there. Probably, Kevin. probably a good call, too, Mitch. All I saw was ass eating. I kind of whoa, kind of got me a little bit there. So I can't uh, wait till uh, Mitch's news station makes him do an expose on people smoking weed out of corn dogs. <laughs> now, yeah, what, now what the fuck do I do? I have a frozen corn dog for a prop, and it's just gonna sit here now on this one away blanket. Wanna, you don't want to ask what away blanket what, corn dog. What you should do with a frozen corn dog because there's gonna be a lot more than ass eating. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this towel now. This thing's in better days. Yeah. Um, so let's start with the Cubs because the Cubs are the hot Kids. team right now. As all the mentioned, or as I mentioned in the intro, they are 10 out of the last 12. And they weren't, well, the big one is they took six out of six from the Pirates. I mean, before going into those six games, the Pirates, they were in first place, right? Yes. They were in first like place in games. the NL Central. Uh, what was that stat though, Fids, that you had? Like the playoff probability, they were like forty-five percent to make the playoffs, and now they're down to like five percent. They were twenty-five percent to make the postseason, 25. and now they're down to five percent. So they dropped a full twenty percent probability just in nine games, six of which against the Cubs. Which That's wild. They took two out of three in San Francisco, and then came home, took all three against the Pirates, and then took two out of three versus a very good Baltimore team. Mm-hmm. People sleep on Baltimore. Baltimore is a I put futures bets on Baltimore. This ain't the year, but it's coming soon. San Francisco is playing some good baseball, too. Very quietly. Very quietly. I, I definitely agree with that. They just uh, swept the shit out of the Dodgers. And I think they moved into first place, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we are all about accuracy here. So let me get that up real quick. Yeah, no, so like starting last week with that series against after winning. Oh, San Francisco's three games behind my Diamondbacks. Ooh. San Francisco's playing so well, though. Yep. I mean, it's they're 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 buying in a little bit. Yaz is getting hot. Kind of. We just said rain delay. Yeah. I know. I'm yeah. walking. <laughs> well, was a little bit prefixated again on the corn dog, but Jock was owning the Cubs that weekend. But last so last week, starting with that series against Pittsburgh, it was the Cubs had 12 of their next 17 at home, and they were just coming back from. I mean, that's the thing. Their road trips, like they were, it was fine. Like they were around 500, but like they got swept by the Angels. And they just got buried so much after their awful month of May that, like, being having an okay road trip just didn't help them out. So they needed to make up the room. They got the first place Pirates, and the Cubs just gave them the old big brother. <laughs> yeah. You're not. You guys aren't shit. <laughs> not going to not not work here anyway. Shoved them away. I think they, out, they ended up outscoring them, like, 48 to, like, 12 in these six games, just uh, they shut them out back to back times uh, this week uh, in Pittsburgh. The series, but the, the the series that you pointed out, uh, Zoe, uh, against Baltimore, mm-hmm. good club, good offensive club, taking two out of three there. 
Uh, you know, they stayed in it on Sunday. They just, the offense couldn't really get anything going. But they're finally, I mean, the pitching is finally. I'm not laughing at you. Missy Carroll just sent me a picture of little Uzi as a corn dog. <laughs> this girl's camera roll is unbelievable. I need a Sharpie. Um, <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. I just got I'm so, so distracted. The pitching is, like, Kyle Hendricks, who is now calling his own games, which is Great, I mean, veteran guy. He's more than has the right to do that. Mm-hmm. He's been fantastic. Uh, his last four starts. Um, I mean, the only guy who's been like kind of bad has been Jameson Tyone. But I mean, at least at least he hasn't been god awful, Kevin. How he That's was true. to begin the season. <laughs> Even who's that the, minimal improvement. Of- that low there, though. <laughs> Wait, who's the kid on the Cubs though that I keep seeing everyone tweet about? Uh, Mike. Touch, Touchman? Oh, Mike Touch. Yeah, oh. the young kid, 32. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, really early developing rookie. Uh, yeah. No, he's not even a rookie, though. He's been around for like the hot shot. The Palatine like, Pounder. Uh, uh, career journey. His, tell me his nickname is not Palatine Pounder. Well, he's from Palatine. He's from they Palatine. just keep as a joke. That sounds Wait, like a, that sounds like a prison nickname. Grand Slam. He's got, a, got a swing at a Grand Slam out there in Palatine. Well, they also have trampoline basketball. I mean, Palatine Pounder sounds like a bad prison nickname. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. Mitch, you were going to say something. He went to Bradley. Come. That's where I, I knew yeah, it. He's oh, Bradley oh, University. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. He, he uh, Chalk he, one up for the Braves, baby. We got Puckett is one of our alumni, and now Talkman. <laughs> we, 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 the, sorry, Baloney, maybe. <laughs> I see about my camera fucking following me everywhere I go. Um, I like literally was like trying to pick something up off the floor. If I scratch my foot, you're gonna see my my floor. Um, but uh, the uh, he only had, he had a kind of like a a decent season with the Yankees like in 2019, I think. Yes. But other than that, he's been like a 200 guy. Like not I, legitimately, he is a Matt Mervis somehow that Matt Mervis was supposed to be right now. He's he's beyond – I think he's almost at 100 at-bats now where he's a getting – perfect Bradley alum. Not showing off, but right in that meaty <laughs> part of the curb. I don't know, something clicked. But right now the league doesn't know how to beat him, and and it's been insane. To watch. It's a great story. It's a great story for yeah. – yeah. Hey, Mitch, did he go to Bradley? Well, he did transfer. To, yeah, okay. We won't mention that. <laughs> he was there. You claim him. You still claim him. Yeah. We, yeah. We'll take what we can get. <laughs> no, but he's because he's like okay. It's like Nico Horner. We all love him, but like, and it was he started off the month of April great, but like he just doesn't walk as much, which is fine. That's not what he's being asked to do as much. So the Cubs needed like a high OBP guy. My talk about has like a four ten on base percentage. So he's been amazing. I mean, he was doing more than what Cody Bellinger was the first half of May when he came yeah. back and replaced. him. That's been, it, I mean, honestly, but if you if you take it to what the Cubs have done, it's been starting pitching. It's been a favorable schedule, I think, where they match up well. Obviously, the starting pitching has done everything, though. Like it, it all starts with with everything there. Bullpen, the, they have found two, three guys. Even Fulmer, who's been a shit show, I think is. I, what is his last? What five, six, seven outings? Thirteen. I think it's eleven or thirteen consecutive scoreless innings. There we go. So that's he's starting to lock in a little bit. Having options, you can't have three guys that are getting it done. Adbert Alzale is now closing ball games, doing a great job. That that's all of a sudden solidified a hole, so we can stop talking about trading for Araldus Chapman, please. <laughs> yeah, like, what? Maybe maybe get Addison Russell back too. We could maybe you guys can trade as Clevenger. Um, yeah, you guys can... um, So they're starting to figure out the decisions are becoming more that's plentiful. 
for uh, David Ross. But what I'd like to really point out, probably the most important statistic of this entire great stretch run for the Cubs is since they've called up, recalled Nick Madrigal, the Cubs are like 11 and two. Uh, you can check the, check the number. It's somewhere like 11 and two, 10 and two, something like that. It's 10 and two. It started with the, that series in San Francisco. There you go. So 10 and two since Nick Madrigal returned and he's been playing, he's been getting on base. He's been getting he's on been base. Runs. He's been, he hasn't been running through stop signs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he you know you've got like a this there's things kind of firing right now for the cubs which in a bad division we've talked about it one really in the reds are are also proving it in this division one great hot streak all of a sudden you're sitting at the top and that's the reds right now kind of but i think they're going to come back to earth there's a lot of guys in their lineup with not a lot of plate appearances that the league will adjust to what that it's been a hot man. reds team so now you've got a couple teams in the division that are hot and pirates are dropping down I think Milwaukee just kind of like hovers, but St. Louis yeah. is really fucked, but the Cubs are about to go to London and uh, this weekend is going to be really tough because they're going to fly eight hours to London from Pittsburgh. They're going to, you know, jump forward. What is it? Is it six hours, six hours ahead? Six hours. They're going to get a day yeah. and then they play a game Friday or Saturday and Sunday. And then they fly back on Monday and then, or is it fly back Sunday? They go Friday, Saturday. I can't remember. And then they immediately Saturday, they- Sunday, then I have Monday off. Off and then immediately get the Phillies who have won 13 of 16 after having to fly back six hours or eight hours, lose six hours or gain six hours, whatever. Get, get your whole com- oh, you know, they get a day off. Character. The fucking oh. Jacksonville Jaguars have been doing it for 10 years. <laughs> it's football, they got a whole week to adjust. They get a day off, they're fine. One week week- recently just came back from a trip like that. It took me two work days to get my shit back together. Well, yeah, one they, quick, were pro- uh, they were not going to be like boozing every night on their yeah, trip. Like, they're, also, they're not ripping one guys out of a corn dog. They're going to be okay, man. They're professional athletes with the highly paid trainers all around them. So hey, I wanted to ask gourmet corn dogs. Then I wanted to ask the two Sox fans. Obviously, <laughs> as Cubs fans, we you know we had the London series on the calendar. We knew about it. Do you guys care at all? Is this another case of MLB dropping the ball? You guys didn't even realize it was I, I wouldn't up. have known unless Finn said something earlier. Yeah, I, I, if, if it wasn't for this show, I would not have <laughs> given no or give a shit. Like, I'll pay and attention this is to show, like, this show, but, like, the Cardinals are fucking cheeks. Don't yeah. care about that. Don't care about the Cubs-Cardinals rivalry because I hate the Cardinals and all their fans. And I didn't even know this was in London Absolutely. until you guys started talking about it today, to be honest with you. I'm so glad the advertising during Sox games are like Tinder. Apparently, they're advertising Tinder during Sox games instead of you know plugging a, a you know an international baseball game. White Sox fans be fucking man. What what do you want me to say, dude? Forty <laughs> White Sox Twitter gets a Tinder ad. I love Listen, that. White Sox fans be fucking dude. Why did the Cubs game have a chlamydia commercial though? I'm trying to figure that one out. Uh, by the way, we we talk about Marcus Stroman, best pitcher. Oh my god, in baseball right I'm now. I'm glad you said something because that's what I was gonna bring up. Like my big takeaway from the Cubs this oh. year, like Marcus Stroman, mind you, like when he used to be like the with Toronto back in the day, like he was great. Like everyone wanted him in the socks. Like he fit right in. And then there was that period where I could not stand him. He had the little spat with TA. And he said he didn't want to come here. Now, mind you, some valid reasons. I wouldn't want to come there with Tony either. Then he had like the whole like stupid thing where he's like, yeah, like I kind of want to go to San Francisco right after signing with the Cubs. He was a very unlikable. And, that was like, annoying. That was super annoying. Right. But and even for a Cubs pitcher, I don't follow like the, the man's like, a, he's cool again. He has rebuilt his reputation. I love like, he's awesome. How can you not root for that guy? He's like hyping the crowd up. I mean, he speaks his mind on Twitter. I mean, yeah. Marcus Stroman, I'm back on the bandwagon. And it puts That's the cool. Cubs in. The Cubs front office in such a rough position now because he has peak sell 
arm or you know power right now like his value as a trade piece right now is exceptionally it might not get any higher but the problem is the cubs are in a content right now they're in contention for the division so jed has to decide shit or get off the pot which is great because now we're gonna get to see are the cubs really in it to win it or is this and the longer they wait the, the more question marks we might have as far as because the cubs are the cubs need a third baseman that's going to swing consistently the cubs have some bullpen issues still there's a lot of moves that can be made that are really supplemental moves that the Cubs can afford to make if they're really willing to improve this team that would 100% push this team beyond into a, a division favorite immediately. Um, and so it's, you know, but I think sitting on your hands this early because you're waiting to see what might happen, thinking you still might sell, that's a problem because if the Cubs are really in it to win it, if they had a good opportunity to grab somebody right now that fits some of these little holes, they should be doing it now, not till not not waiting oh, to the last. Oh boy, six I'm to sorry one. about that too. Yeah, six to one. The, the Rangers are really good, man. Oh, by the way, first, swing it well. I know this isn't to a clown anyone because I think it was uh, our guy from Sports Mockery, Matt Eastman, who uh, uh, he sent us a message a few weeks ago. He's like, "Oh, you guys should uh, write up how the Cubs dodged a bullet on uh, Carlos Correa." And yeah, like Carlos Correa has been pretty bad for, for the Twins this year. Mm-hmm. But it reminds me of the Texas Rangers last year who were you know obviously they, they didn't have a good season marcus simeon had a bad year uh seager had a bad year and everybody was like just clowning and jumping all over the rangers mm-hmm. were spending all that money it's like oh look at these idiots we're spending <laughs> uh you know 300 million dollars on these guys to win 70 games like dumbasses it takes a little bit of time the the point that you spend all this money right. is because you're building towards something and look at the rangers now <laughs> one uh, of the best teams as of right now before the end of this game rangers are five games in the lead in the al West, which everyone thought the astros were just going to run away with yeah so and that's with their best pitcher being out for the rest of the year yeah too. with jacob DeGrom, I mean, is he done for the year yeah I believe so. jesus christ man that Tommy guy. john oh, speaking of Oh God! Although, because we, we we I don't know if you shared, shared it, though. Yeah. But Cody Hewer, Cody Hoyer. Oh, oh, Sox fans are familiar with him. Is he done too? He uncorked one. Yeah, last night during a ball game, like like Nuke Lelouch hit the mascot uncork. Like yeah, and he then his arm just tangled. Just it's, went over immediately, bent over in pain. I hate He's coming shit, back man. from Tommy John. Yeah. I have to I say mean, this. I've seen that a but, million times. Not, not, not necessarily on our side of the field, but just in a game. That's he's in. He, I got There's just trouble. I, I, I would be very surprised if he's not done. You absolutely uh, hate seeing shit like that, and but it's just like, I'm sorry. I'm I can't get over this fact. I'm putting Jacob Degrom in the Ultimate Fleece Hall of Fame. Like I know he had two back-to-back Cy Young years. I get that. But the fact that this there was that ridiculous stat of how much money he's made, like actual money he's made per start based on the contracts, he gets paid like $10 million per start or some shit like that. It's like fucking wild, dude. I remember talking to a buddy. I remember talking to a buddy in the offseason. Obviously, the you don't ever predict like a guy's going to have a Tommy John surgery because that's what he's going to get, right? Time Or like some sort of Tommy John surgery? Yeah, I think it's there's like a so new it's method. Some sort of TJ, yeah. It's there's a some... new method where there's a shorter recovery time, but it's still Tommy John. Um, but I was talking to him and I was like, like, would you spend the money, whatever it was, what's, what's he getting, like 40 million a year? 45 more? 40 sounds about right. Would yeah. you would you take that knowing that you you would only get 20 Holy shit. Don't 
Don't turn on what the part of the year is it coming in? You don't know. You just no, know you're only getting 20 not. healthy starts. Yeah, no. In April, could be in October. Who knows? Like, that's the thing. It's 20 <laughs> starts of like the best pitcher on the planet. Bro, you know, Mitch, you, you your boy Sebi just airmailed one to Luis oh. Robert. A runner was stealing second. <laughs> was so backing up. He was just uh, testing out well, Luis. No, no uh, Luis was in his position. Like he wasn't backing up. Luis was like <laughs> in his position in center field. It was like he was fielding a single. <laughs> yeah, it got it got to him on one hop. <laughs> They're so bad. So the things about these pitchers' arms, and this is the sad part about pitching, and this is the crapshoot about pitching, and this is the the I you know the volatility of professional sports with this part of the game is that every single arm and every single elbow and every single shoulder has a shelf life. There's only so many bullets you have in that arm. Uh, structurally, some people can throw forever. Um, Nolan Ryan, those kind of guys, right? But some people can't, can't, can't stop straining and tearing and, 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 and their, their, their makeup just doesn't allow for it, whether it's the tendons or it's just, you know, their delivery sometimes, you know, like Mark Pryor and, and Kerry Wood both were a, an unfortunate oh product. God. Kerry Wood. Kerry <laughs> <laughs> Wood was a byproduct of too many curveballs when he was young. I know in high school he was throwing them like 60% of the time because they were filthy. Plus he still threw a hundred. Uh, Mark Pryor though, both of those guys uh, engaged in what's called the inverted W, which is a, an, an additional like, uh, delivery method that is a detrimental to the elbow, especially um, it's really bad uh, as far as trying to generate a little bit of extra velocity um, with that pushing pull, but it's dangerous and you create that, that drag or that lag. And so um, prior, uh, you know, uh, Strasburg, we see it with Strasburg too, another inverted W guy. Uh, and I don't know if DeGrom has been an inverted W guy. A lot of those guys kind of went away from it because the, it was proving to be dangerous, but um, you know, it's the sad part about pitching is, you know, it's just like with Rodon, you know, you were one fastball away from going, Oh shit over. And it's, that's, that's, it's, that's, that's the one crap shoot in baseball. You don't see that as much with like position players. Those are on swings, you know, maybe with a strained back or, or, you know, something, something structurally there, but pitchers, man, they've got it's just, it's like playing Russian roulette a little bit with their career because you never know uh, sooner or later. True. You run out of ammo. And True. That, that's, it's- it's like the great prophet John Daly has told us: you can't pull fat. It's true. Yeah, guys like Rick. <laughs> Lance, Lance Lynn's out here breaking fucking Artolo. single game strikeout records. Don't don't shit on Lance Lynn. We're done shitting well, on Lance. Get a Lynn. W. First. Hey, the guys who stick around don't have a lot of hype. Can't hit the ball too. Well, Bartolo Colon did in Milwaukee two yeah, years ago. Well, I'm saying like in <laughs> that night. In that night, he. Uh, Tied or broke the single game strikeout yeah, record the six, for the White that, Sox. that came like he out of nowhere. He <laughs> just like what the hell? Well, well we see, like it really wasn't the like if you look at his start before against the Dodgers while they were shelling him, like he would have like random yeah. stretches where it'd be like, wow, like that was a nice pitch. Like he had six strikeouts in those five innings, and like some of the stuff looked good. It was just when he yeah. missed, it was a beach ball that got hammered. <laughs> so like there was definitely flashes in that start. I'm glad he put it pulled it all together consistently. But well, anyway, and, and we don't know why, but he he set the record and then the next day he went on bereavement. So there could have been a little bit of inf- uh, motivation emotional, behind, that, uh, yeah, behind yeah. that outing. Yeah. I mean, hopefully so, everything's cool, but like side rant, <laughs> I don't know why young ball players are still doing the towel drill. Um, I I'm shocked to know that there are kids still doing the tower ta- ta- pros doing the towel drill still. That is and now circling well, back to the Cubs. He had me doing the towel drill. It didn't <laughs> work out too well as you can see, but you know, I was always snapping towels. 
Drive circling back to the Cubs and starting pitchers. Too, and then Marcus Stroman. That, that's another reason why they should try to resign him because this is a guy who has put in the extra Durable. effort and the extra work to maintain the body to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not the biggest dude. He's a short. He's like what? He's like five foot seven, five foot eight. Yeah. But he's you know he's all focused on the mind, body, and soul. He does yoga. He you know he's all about he's some mental toughness. He's and he's been he's been very consistent. I know there was a stretch of a period. It's like. You hear more, you hear more, or you see more of Marcus Stroman on Twitter than you do like him playing. But like, if you look at the numbers, it's been like four or five seasons now where he's been top to your pitcher. Go ahead, Fitz, tell him. <laughs> it's, it's it's a delivery drill. This is it's great. If you're in a hotel room and you want to work on something in front of the mirror, grab a towel and do some tower drills. Even Tom House used to teach it, and then he said, "Stop doing it." Um, but it's just basically you get through your you go through your delivery and you. I can't do it. I don't have enough space here, but it's a snapping motion down to work on snapping through coming through the baseball. And it's, you can feel like I felt that in my elbow, just doing it right there. It's supposed to help if it smacks perfectly, you've got a perfect, you know, you're, you're bringing it because it's a late, a late, uh, thrust with your, with from elbow down and you're, just, you're pulling that. It's just, it's terrible. We just um, blunted for the white Sox, losing by five at this point. I mean, they just continue just doing it probably in like 1998 i think 99 even probably they were telling us to kind of stop doing it but it kind of stuck for a little bit longer oh, it's yeah, a bad the cubs drill. with mark pryor and carrie wood that you would always hear it yep it's a bad drill it's, 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 it's larry roth like, yeah, they're doing the talent drill hey go outside and throw a wiffle ball as hard as you can and tell me if that's healthy for your arm um <laughs> that's how you throw your arm out obviously but yeah th- th- uh white Sox down five in the bottom of the fifth just had zach remillard bunt to get the runner over to second well you need to get the runner on to second scoring position for yeah second. so the for next, Sebi. For yeah. the next, two guys, next two guys to strike out <laughs> did you know he had three home runs in a game one time i did i yeah. did mitch um guys you're not gonna like this but i have this weird feeling that the cubs are gonna trade stroman <sighs> i mean they probably should i know i i just in my gut i feel like they're going to uh they're gonna trade him but you know he brings. Uh, we, do you even t- we? You know people don't touch on it as much. But God dang, his defense is so fucking good. And he yeah, is a he is a gold glover out there. He bounces so well uh, on those hard, quick ground balls. He's his his reactions are his his his. He's, it's almost like he's uh he's in the matrix. Uh, sometimes on some of the, he is an exceptional defensive pitcher. Um, and that also contributes to why he has so much success because he picks he picks his spots. You can't drop you can't drop a bunt down and beat him. He's made a couple really nice plays on bunts moving away from first. He's doing a lot of those things too. That again, when you have those gaps filled in your game, it forces teams to go away from things that they would do against maybe a poorly uh, a poor mindset pitcher or a bad fundamental pitcher, a guy that can't pick a spot. They can pick on those guys a little bit by dropping one down the line. You can't do that with you can't do that with Stroman. He Ooh. takes away a lot of options. That, that would be sick. Stroman for Carol. All right, fine. <laughs> D backs have the farm system. They yeah, still got a loaded ass farm system. I think I just don't see it unless unless they just go out another slide like they did in May and they they're like, you know, eight games back in the division. If they're within three games, I don't see it. And and the thing is you got to trade or you or extend. You can't go after you can't go post trade deadline and not have something decided because and I forget to, I forget I don't think they can do I don't think they can give him a qualifying offer because I think he already got one from someone correct. else. It doesn't yeah they get nothing. So they would just lose they would just yeah. lose him. 
So it's either um, it, that's, a, it, that's why I love it. It's kind of a shit or get off the pot kind of thing for, for Jen. I, kind of I didn't notice this until I just saw it. So Jonah Heim, the catcher for the, the Rangers, when he hit the home run, he rounded first base and went like this, basically saying, <laughs> challenge that, motherfuckers, <laughs> after the shit from last night. I mean, he has every right to do that. that was a, Let's just call it what it is. That was a complete horseshit call. But oh, yeah. yeah. I actually, it's even funnier the fact it got overturned like through a review. Like it wasn't even an issue. Yeah. It'd be one thing right. if they missed it. And they're like, ah, we can't overturn it. And they got the hose. But like, they're like, yeah, wait a second. I got to say, only- <laughs> Jonah just went up a couple notches in my book. That's, that's G right there. That's fucking, <laughs> I like that shit. But yeah. And as Joel's saying in the comments, I heard uh, the Diamondbacks are one of the teams that are sniffing around trying to see if they can pull a Dylan Cease trader. They want one of the White Sox, Giolito or Cease. I can see Giolito just because the I can, Giolito, maybe. So the Diamondbacks have guys that are in their system that would be playing on the White Sox right now. That they're you want to get 2020 AL rookie of the year? Who was the 2020 AL rookie of the year? It, how quickly they fall <laughs> from <laughs> Seattle. What was his name? Damn it. Kyle oh, Lewis. Kyle Lewis, yeah. Well, that's very much a how quickly they fall. Yep. He uh oof, yeesh, yeesh. Yeesh. Uh yeah, yeah. Tommy John from that towel drill and, and this corn dog. So uh Tukey's coming in the game. Tukey Carter. For the White Sox. The White Sox <laughs> picked up uh Tukey Toussaint. Well the Cubs uh, got Taki, Mike Talk, and he has got Tukey. We got Tukey. And my cousin who works uh for the White Sox, she texted me right before we came on. I watched the new guy, I think his name's Tukey, come to the stadium. And four different people had to show him where the locker room was because he kept walking past it. Okay, okay, okay. Sharp, okay. aware. He's got very good awareness. Is he an outfielder? Um, great awareness. Good, good uh, first day, Tukey. No, he's a pitcher. Pitcher. Tukey. Oh, he's out then. He's he had a what? Didn't he come in the league with really high expectations? I Is he don't. I I saw his name. I don't. I didn't. I didn't remember who he was. I feel I like he was on the Braves him. at one point, and that's where it all started. Hold on, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna look him. Righty up. or lefty? Uh, I believe he's a righty. Righty. Oh, okay. I think what? I saw that he was like a former top prospect, right? I just yeah. don't remember him at all. Tuki, Tuki, Tuki. Tuki, Tuki. Tuki, Tuki. Tuki, Tuki. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. By the way, uh, Mitch, Trey Mancini. Yeah, he was on Atlanta for a while. So that's, yeah, that's where I knew him from. Okay, sorry. You guys, want, you guys look for a veteran presence at first base? No, we have enough first base. We have 20 first basemen. Well, do you want a 22nd? You know, <laughs> if it's Trey Mancini, I'll listen to offers. No, we're we're very good at first base. Trey Mancini is still stuck at four home runs. You know, he's just slowly warming up to it. By by season's end, he'll have the Cubs lead in home runs. Hopefully, they start trading a lot of people because we got an uphill climb <laughs> for my preseason prediction. Yeah, yeah, just guys just have to keep going, keep going on the IL, and then you know, just keep doing dwindling down. Um, there is one thing very much that I'd like to talk about that happened this week too for the White Sox. So White Sox Twitter, I don't know if you guys know this or not, likes to complain about lineups. <gasps> I know. Yeah, breaking don't. news. Shocking news to everyone. Um, it's kind of like a daily thing now. I mean, I'm pretty immune to it. Everybody's got their opinions on it. But the biggest gripe people have had of late is Jake Berger batting eighth. Because apparently everyone only remembers when Jake does well and not all the other stuff in between. Uh, Jake might have hit a wall. But anyways, it's just constant. Every lineup that comes out. and So Pedro did the lineup. He was bad in eighth, and he said, 
Uh, I like him down there. Don't worry. Jake's going to get his four at-bats, and he's going to get every opportunity to do what he needs to do. Uh, Jake got three at-bats that game. And so people started going pretty much in on him to the point where Pedro finally just said, if people don't like my lineups, they can go talk to Jerry. So they're very, very sassy, too. Um, <laughs> the, the thing that bothered me, I don't care that he said it. I mean, I'm, I actually like that he kind of kept it, you know, real for a little bit. And, you know, a lot of other managers would love to say that as well. The problem I have with it, it shows that he – it's he's breaking a little bit. Yeah. I like, you know what I mean? Like I, I want him to be, I need my manager to be cool. You know, like it's, it's, it's sounding Jeff like he's getting, I, Jeff yeah. Passon didn't help anything with his appearance on the radio either. Saying that there's a sense well, it wasn't of just Passon. Nightingale had Dude, everybody, everyone. Yeah. It's saying Nightingale, that. Heyman, Passon. Oh, that's so great. That, that would, that's what leads into the other thing is so. He's going to go out like, fuck you, fuck you. As these guys, um, currently just mentioned there was a, a plethora of national reporters Heyman, nightingale did passon say it too yeah passon was on 670 no i thought that was Heyman. no it was Heyman. that was, that was oh, Heyman. Heyman? oh i thought yeah, passon was I, on no I it was Heyman, Heyman, nightingale and then um rosenthal wrote oh, something about uh some of the veterans like yeah. he, he didn't say anything about uh the manager his report was simply the White Sox, if they're going to trade anyone, it's going to be expiring contracts. Yeah. Yes. That's so, Heyman was the big one, though. Heyman on 670, because that, yes. that's the one that Rick kind of alluded to. So, ladies and gentlemen, Rick – so, basically what they said was, if the White Sox don't turn the season around, it's going to be one and done for Pedro. And Rick addresses the media every time they come back from a road trip. And so, he was doing his normal thing. And, folks, Rick was – pissed off he was just he was just really darn mad that these national reporters were spreading what he calls fabrication and lies he doesn't know where it came from he said that has never been communicated to anybody and blah 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 but rick's pissed off and which led to white Sox twitter absolutely roasting rick saying this is what you're pissed off about (laughs) this is what you're pissed off about your team's fucking a dumpster fire filled with Indian food, and you this is what you're fucking pissed off about. I don't know. I mean, I'll ask you guys, but that whole exchange from Pedro and then Rick coming out saying he's pissed off about media and shit like that, to me, that just shows me that the house is on fire. I mean, I know it's been bad, but this is now showing that, to I, me, that it's just, they're they're all cracking. I think it had, I, optically it was a bad look like starting with pedro i'm kind of with you like i don't mind you know him like pushing back a little bit well where it looks bad is he hasn't accomplished anything in this league had he have been Not like look like burger is swinging at a lot of pitches and he's missing in a lot of like we we need to move him down you know right, like even some sort of explanation but he hasn't earned any right to be snarky like even if it was tony it'd be like okay like you are a hall of famer you've earned the right to be an, an ass to the media. Like Pedro hasn't done anything where he can be like, yeah, well, talk to Jerry. Like, what have you accomplished? Like, you should be explaining yourself with some of your baffling lineup decisions. The Jerry one, too, like, I get it. He's trying to defend his guy. But like he said, so like, once again, like, optically, like, there's a lot worse things you could be worrying about or talking about. And he went out of his way to bring that up, too. Like, if oh, yeah. I'm not mistaken, like, it, it didn't, uh, no one asked him about it. Like he went out of his way to bring up a radio segment. Like, come on, man. Yep. 
No, but, and, but which makes it almost worse is like Nightingale, or Nightingale said something very similar, if not worse, like basically alluding to like, oh well, look, like Tony was the only one that could win with this team apparently. Like same shop, different season. Didn't say anything about that. So, yeah. and that's I, how you know. I think, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, was gonna say, oh, I, was gonna say, I think by the end of the podcast, uh, everyone needs to, and, and maybe in the chat, help us out. We need to decide. We need a Rick Hahn defending blank for Mitch to go ahead and, and jive with us uh, uh, improvisationally and, and give us Rick Hahn defending somebody. So in the chat, tell us who we should defend, and he's going to do a Rick Hahn defense of like he did Pedro at the end. Is that okay? I just I don't know. I just popped it in my head. So to, <laughs> to, to Drew's comment here, he said, Sox on 35th had a great take. We hate what Tony did, but at least he explained himself. Pedro needs to give his reasonings. I think there needs to be a middle there. I don't need Pedro to feel the need to explain everything he does, but I also don't need him basically being like frustrated and showing said frustration with fan base. And I mean, to Ian's point in the comments, Jake Berger has 20 Ks and six hits in his last 10 games. Three of those hits are home runs. So, you know, chicks dig the long ball and all that, but that's an eight hitter to me. I'm good with him batting eight. Yeah. Like that's, that's fine with him batting eight, but unfortunately for Pedro and I guess Rick now too, this team has been such dog shit that a guy that hits a home run every once in a while is getting put on this fucking pedestal. I love Jake Berger. I've said that a, a billion times on the show. I like Jake Berger. I love the story. I love his family. Everything's cool. Everything's great. Homeboy is a three outcome player with the one outcome being the majority of his at bats and that's striking out. It's, yeah. it's Patrick Wisdom. It, is. it really Patrick is. It's Patrick, it's Patrick Wisdom. It's, Patrick look, Wisdom. It's, it's just not commiserate with a winning lineup because you need consistency. Look, a guy that puts the ball in play more on a more consistent basis is just more likely to produce more. Like you can have these big bunches. Patrick Wisdom's slugging percentage somehow magically is still above 700 right now. And I think he's got like two hits. Vaughn Dinger. Uh, but Vaughn, you know, it gets a little bit, you know, you know, muddy there, but these guys, you know, you need a guy that's going to go out there and, and, you know, get a couple single here and there that are going to actually, you can't just have the, the old uh, home run derby, home runner and out kind of thing. You, you need guys that are going to be consistent. You can't have one really massive day and then five ghosts and then one massive day or two and then ghosts. You can't sustain well, you an can't offense and you don't have timely hitting 10 games. No, well, it's it's not even about twenty strikeouts in ten games. Twenty runs in ten games—that's good. But yeah. your ability to produce in run scoring situations greatly is diminished when you have a player on playing that poorly, right? Like like he is right now. Like it it, it kills. It's a rally killer, or it, you know, or it starts an inning off and puts them already behind the eight ball. There's so many things that a guy that's just not getting it done. Uh, and then of course you want to you know, there's not he's not the only guy not getting it done. But but I'm sorry. You know, sometimes you need to see it from the bench for a second until they get hot because three home runs. They try to put the home run hat and jacket on Vaughn, and he's so you could tell he's mad that they're losing. Like he only put one arm in the jacket and he had the hat yeah. on, but he had his like big eye serious face, and he's just God damn it, man. And, that, <laughs> that and that's awesome. tough with like teams like the Sox who do like the whole fireworks stuff, and it's like it's like the it's the Chris Paul the Chris Paul meme, like Chris Paul hits, Chris Paul hits a three, three down forty seven, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, okay. But and uh, Zoe, you mentioned the three outcome for Jake Berger, and I was looking at his numbers right now. In June, he has three walks. Yeah, he doesn't walk. So like he, he, like, he's not he's even a three outcome. going up there taking hats. Yeah, he's yeah. just yeah. It's a two Which, outcome. I'm we okay got a first submission here for Rick Hahn. Rick Hahn <laughs> defending three. <laughs> 
Well, uh, my, uh, my people told me uh, millionaires, they're into tubes. Jeff Bezos, <laughs> tubes. Uh, Elon Musk, tubes. Uh, we projected that tubes would be a hit. Uh, going to the ocean, bottom of the ocean, uh, Titanic. Great movie. Uh, they made, made made a lot of money, and uh, you know we, we we thought that the prognosticators said that this would be a good idea. Uh, but we're still confident that uh, we we can find these people and we can turn this uh, voyage around. Uh, still, still plenty of time left in the season. I forgot that Chris Paul was the owner, the owners of the Winston Salem. Is he? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Who knows? That was. I mean, that millionaire in the sub thing. There's what like three like they're all billionaires, right? That went down in that thing. A, a billionaire and his kid um, was one of them. Yeah. Three like, billionaires and then his kid. Nobody thought to put like an Apple AirTag in there or like a GPS device or some shit like that. Like the, the only way they communicate is with the top of the, like the, the ship and like the communication and the test even sometimes when they were like well, doing their initial report. Like, have you guys seen controller that I've broken so many times playing Tiger Woods golf? Have you right. guys seen the stepson on Twitter? Oh, he's like yeah. trying to get OnlyFans chicks to sit on his face and okay. shit. Okay, so I'll <laughs> throw this question: How soon? Concert. How soon after your billionaire step uh, dad goes missing miles deep in the ocean before you start throwing game on Twitter? That OnlyFans model. Well, you know what that tells me though. Hey, I mean, it doesn't sound like they're any uh, they're either nice people, but this kid must fucking hate his stepfather. Either like, that, or he's just about to get really hates his stepfather. Like I've I've had buddies that like wouldn't have anything to do with their stepfathers before, but the coldness of going to a Blink One Eighty Two concert. And and uh, he said he needed it. Yeah, and, he said his, <laughs> his dad would have wanted him to go. My dad would have wanted me to go. He's a big fan of Travis Barker, man. Uh, and Burger flies out to the warning track. But yeah, that's that's the you know, and they hope you know you hope for the best. But they're, I mean, they had only a few hours at this time when we're recording this. I think they only had like six seven hours of oxygen left. So I didn't think of this either. They do. They have a. It's a. They have a little. They have a like a little plastic thing that right you, by the window, by the way, which yeah. I would think everyone would want to go to. And then, like, you got to work around some guy taking a shit right there. I'd, yeah, dropping all the way around. The deuce dropping is the thing that I'm. I'm. I. You know, it looks like you can is pee. It, is fine. it like the tour bus though? Like no shitting in the tour bus. No shitting in the. Tube. probably yeah well that you know what that means then because if it's anything like that three break trips when i was in college the minute we got detached from the boat i would be blowing that bathroom up um which was a tradition that someone before you get like an hour into the trip someone drops the well let me tell you boys something i i'm not a big uh rabbit hole guy <clears throat> but i went down a serious rabbit hole about conspiracy theories about the titanic not the tube, like the actual Titanic. The actual Titanic? What do you got, so? You want me to lay it on you? I'll What's the juiciest one? I'll give you the, I'll give you the, I'll give you the quick version. Quick version. So the Titanic was owned by J.P. Morgan, like the actual dude, not the bank, like the hey, dude, okay. J.P. Morgan. Um, Morgan. Yeah. And he and the Roth, the what, what are they Rock called? Rockefellers. Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and all them, they all wanted the Federal Reserve Bank. They wanted centralized banking because they're going to get paid off it. There was a bunch of dudes that opposed them. Guess who was on the fucking Titanic when it sunk? All the most of the people that opposed the Federal Reserve Bank, and mysteriously, right before the Titanic left the dock, JP, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, all got off the Titanic. The people that stayed on were the people that have <laughs> that were against the Federal Reserve Bank, and then like a year to the date, the Federal Reserve Bank got approved, and now we still have it to this day. So now people believe that JP Morgan like sabotaged that shit, because now all these like nerds are going on. TikTok and shit saying like how an iceberg couldn't make that much damage and it had to have been sabotaged internally and shit like that. 
blew my mind. I kept George I, Bush I mean, do Titanic. Oh, you know, this is the thing that's been out. I didn't realize this thing's been kind of a thing since about 2018, at least, or maybe even before that. But the earliest thing that I see on the web is 2018. The uh, about JP Morgan killing off his rival Jacob. Well, that's part of the reason why they wanted the submarine in the first place, or to go down there because it's like eroding, and so they're like, "Yeah, we can just learn more about like how it actually sunk." Like, welcome to Pinwheels and Titanic, because this is what we're going to yes. talk about for the rest of the show. But yeah, your foil hats. See, yeah. I actually heard it. there's another conspiracy theory too that that um, there's there was a couple. And they fell in love, and they had this really expensive necklace. Oh, boo. And, uh, boo. Um, There's a heart and a steam. And, and also, so J.P. Morgan owned the Titanic, but he also owned another boat that was, like, identical to the Titanic. And the other boat, like, got... Like, it was just had, shorter. Had an accident and had, like, a big rip in it, and he didn't want to pay the insurance on that shit, so he just, like, basically painted over the names and, like, swapped boats. I've heard that one. And like, so he got like three million dollars in insurance, which in today's money is like billions of dollars. Like, bro, go on TikTok and just type in TikTok or tic- go on TikTok and type in Titanic conspiracies. And I block off and then my algorithm. I have enough cartel murders on my shit on TikTok. Yeah, and then just block off like the next three hours of your day because you're just gonna go down this rabbit hole. And you're I need someone, I need someone in the comments to somehow connect the uh jp morgan to jerry reinstorf buying the bulls and socks for 20 million dollars i'm sure there's a way to make I mean, that connection somehow. somebody go pepe silva on this with the red yarn and like yeah. and then connect and that like, and then yeah. connect that to mj selling the horn is for three billion it's because he wanted to focus on his nascar no, team that's not why you know why mj sold the horns is because he shorted game stock and lost billions of dollars on that stock <laughs> so he had a Someone no, split. no. He just wanted to focus on his NASCAR team. No, Mike, he's a NASCAR Mike, now. He started listening yeah, to the NASCAR, NASCAR minute. He saw the traction that Mitch started again. He's like, all NASCAR right. NASCAR stock, rising. rising. NBA Welcome. stock. As we move into the second hour of Pinwheels and Foil. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, bro. I'm not, a big, uh, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but this one really caught my attention because, I mean, the fact that they all got off the boat right before it left. It's like, okay. I'm a big conspiracy theorist. That's that's pretty much where my conspiracy theories kind of like end. Those were too, those weren't too crazy. No, there's a lot of good. Maybe it was, this, it was just their stuff. It was their time to get off the boat? They never even left. It was a false flag. Like oh, the rooms mixed up. Just wild. We're sitting in coach with the peasants. Absolutely. Movie. Come on, JP. We're leaving. That's they did make a movie called Titanic Two. There was a movie called Titanic 2. Titanic I, 2. This time it's personal. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know where you go with Titanic 2, but it was like one of those like straight to DVDs like in the late 90s. I remember seeing it. I'm like, what the? How Titanic, did you? Titanic 2. two. What, what? What? How do you make Titanic 2? Uh, homie, they, it, they all is died, it like, man. Like, Bill Pullman <laughs> oh, going to zombies? Zombie Titanic? I hated that movie zombies. when I was a kid. Because like when I remember the first time I watched Ooh. it, I pictured myself as like one of the poor families that had to sit near the bottom that like couldn't afford to get out. So like you know like the scene where like the mom's like putting the kids to sleep because they know it's going down. I was like, this would be me. This is probably we we're, we're sitting here. So I hated that movie because of that. It was a very thick VHS. Oh, oh, they got Later. Mitch. They, that was too you much. guys started talking you about Titanic porn, and Mick, Mitch was out of here real it quick. Made too much sense. The deep state just came for him. Uh, You're gonna start taking us out one by one. I got to give Tukey came up and just sat down one of the hottest hitters in baseball. I'll take that. All right, Tukey. Um, you hear that? 
Are you guys still in all all in buy in mode? What's going out? The the I mean, what are like four and a half out? They might as well just keep buying. Everyone's hurt. That's why my name for the show tonight is Inflammation Zone because. Have Mankata, we talked about Yohan uh, being out until? Mankata probably is not coming back now. They're talking about like the after the All Star break. I told got... you guys. I think it was back in May when he came back, and Grafal said it like right away. He's like, "Yeah, he's just gonna keep having uh, to deal with that." Yep, and I'm so... like, "That does that sounds bad, <laughs> very bad." Yeah, that's not great. And then, yep. Oh, sorry, dogs gotta go outside. Uh, Garrett Crochet is out probably till after the All Star break with inflammation in his shoulder. Uh, Yasmani Grandal was a late scratch for the game tonight with, guess what? <laughs> Inflammation in his knee. Um, it's just, oh, and Liam Hendricks is out with inflammation in his elbow. I mean, do they not have ibuprofen in the White Sox clubhouse? It's too as expensive. Someone, too expensive, man. As someone that has Inflation, an autoimmune man. disease that deals with like severe arthritis and inflammation in your muscles, that talking about me. Ibuprofen's your best friend, man. I know that shit hurts, but I would think with the resources that these guys have available to them. Hook them up with the morphine, pump them, get them back out there. I mean, bro, all, there's so many anti-inflammatory drugs. And then yeah, the night, just... I mean, the latest one is TA. He has like a shoulder thing now. Yeah. Well, and I was... Can we talk about TA? Let's talk about TA. I want to talk, talk about, about TA. Because go ahead, Mitch, make your life. Well, I was going to say, because like I was – Curious why they wouldn't put him on the IL. And then, like, yesterday, they brought him in to pinch hit, and he didn't feel. So I guess, like, the thing is, like, he was only running a couple days ago. Like, he clearly, like, wasn't right. But they didn't want to put him on the IL because they think he'll be back after, like, three games or so, and he has, like, the, the day off. So I guess he was just starting to hit the batting cage yesterday before, so that's why they put him into uh, pinch hit. But I guess he can't field yet, so... They're saying he'll probably play this weekend, but I guess that's why he wasn't on the IL. Because I was very confused about that. It's like, why the hell haven't they put this guy on the IL? So the White Sox have like this fetish of playing a man down. Like they <laughs> they just don't want to have a complete bench. Like it's just they got guy. This is like the what the third or fourth time it's happened this year where someone's clearly hurt. This is they back to back weeks because they should Eloy definitely put last him, yeah. They should definitely put him on the IL and call up a kid up, call a kid up. But instead, they'd rather he just take up a spot on the bench and not play because they don't want him to miss ten games. He's, but they, they end up missing like nine. Well, I know. I'm just that's why. Like, <laughs> I, I agree. It's stupid. They don't know how to use the IL. I totally agree with you. But like that's their theory. They're like, well, he'll probably only miss three. And then they call up this kid Popeye, who I'm, I asked people to take me to school on him. I liked everything I heard about him. He pitch ran on Wednesday night, and Grafal basically said today, yeah, that's about it for him. That's what Rick Hahn was saying, though, too, because, like, they would have called up Sosa, but he's just coming off an injury. Right. So they knew he's not ready, but they're like, well, we'll just get him up here so that way the next time he comes up for real, he won't be as nervous. So I have, like, a taste of, like, big league ball. So that's basically all he's going to do is pinch run. Is he coming up from AAA or double A? Double A. Double A. Like, he clearly wasn't ready, but they had no one in AAA they wanted to There's call just up. no one, yeah. But so, boy, yeah. Ian, who's in the comments, and a bunch of other people, like, told me, like, he's been on a fucking heater lately. Like, give the kid a swing. Yeah, at least go and get him that bat. I mean, he'll get, he'll get in one game, maybe, you know? He'll probably get one. He'll probably get in that bat tonight. They're down 6 2. 6 to 2. But it's just, I don't know. I, I get the reasoning, like, okay, call the kid up. So when it's actually his time, he's not awestruck, but like, 
I don't know. It can't be any worse than the shit they're rolling out now. Hey, Elvis Andrews had that slide. They had a nice game. It's unfortunate the only thing he's going to be remembered for is the worst call in MLB history at the end. Not by take away the air, yeah, but like at the plate, yeah, nice game. The thing that really bothers me is I like Elvis Andrews. Like as a player, I think he's had a great career. Uh, was this his 2000th game tonight or something like that? Great career, whatever. I'm starting not to like him just because I'm annoyed how the like where he is in the White Sox system and that he sucks and how much he plays and and how much he plays. (laughs) Like it's just, it's. I don't like the fact that this is making me start not liking him. It's like when Robin Ventura became the manager. He's like one of my favorite players on the White Sox, and now I can't. My opinion on him has changed because of the years of him as a manager. That reminded me. Quick tangent here, but Kevin, you watch Cubs games. Joe Girardi, what do you got? Oh, my God. Same thing. Okay, there you go. I would rather eat this corn dog that is now defrosted and has been sitting on my dusty-ass desk. Eat it. Eat it. No, I mean, I would rather do that. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Someone clip that. We'll use that again. It's a billy club. But I, he's terrible. He's the worst. Oh, Cliff Frazier with this. Was he going to get two? Good job, Clint. Let's go. Look, Missy, I don't want to get mercy. Okay. Um, no balls. No balls. You are no marbles. No balls. No mm. balls. No Look, balls. I don't um, eat my balls. Joe Girardi talks. He just never stops so talking. Bad. Oh, he's I so forgot bad. that he's on your guys' network. I'm very glad. And that's the other thing. Marquee has like seven different color commentators. They just. It's like every other game, it's someone new. It's like, what the hell are you guys doing? You're not you're not a national broadcast. You're like the Cubs. You are the Cubs home for TV. Why do you just have a new analyst every game? I fucking hate it. It's annoying. Yeah. I'm uh, curious to see what happens with the White Sox now that Jerry's just buying every media company in Chicago. Oh, hey, so- you, might have his, you, might, you guys might have your own uh, Sox station. You know what? That would be like the chef's kiss, like final goodbye from Jerry. <laughs> like just to make a horse shit station. All right, guys, twenty ninety nine yeah, to watch yeah, your son. Yeah. He charges like you have to go like old school, Mitch. You won't even know about this. Like you have to go and get the cable box for sports channel. Fizz, did you just take a bite of that? You just oh, took a bite nice. of that. Oh, <laughs> how's, how's that tasting, buddy? Uh. Well, corn dogs are not too bad. Just a, there's a cold, cold winter in the middle. Nobody likes a cold winter. Clip that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe now we should ask the chat. Look at the absolute look of disgust and disapproval you're getting <laughs> from Mitch. Oh, I love it. Mitch is not here. He's looking at, he's looking at me right? like I'm like I'm Wild Bill giving a drunken speech. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Mitch, go get a frozen oh. corn dog. You're next. Oh, yeah, yeah. I gotta go grocery shop. I'm down bad over here. I can definitely see Jerry, though, like right before he goes to wherever he's going to go next in his whatever, but making it so you have to go buy like a special box and you have to pay $30 for it so you can watch White Sox games. And then he's just going to have Ozzie Guillen on every show on the network. It's going to be 24 7 Ozzie. Just to oh, drive me bad, crazy. Bad Ooh, hey, I like Ozzie. You know what? He broke the, uh, broke the news that Sox Fest is coming back. Yeah, you know, he wasn't supposed to. Well, that and uh, Emma, my sock summer from um, 108 texted, uh, what's his face, Brooks Hoyer, Brooks Hoyer, and uh, he said Sox Fest 20, 
2024, which, I mean, they really didn't have a, a choice there. Uh, hey, Ozzy, yeah. Ozzy, trying to get back in the good grace of Sox fans? Trying to get Sox TV. Water. for a return? Sox, Sox TV, only available on YouTube <laughs> Premium for $69.99. A month. It's 24-7 of Ozzy Guillen and Gordon Beckham. That's all the only people on the whole network. And you Gordon stinks. Brought to you by Tinder. I actually don't mind Gordon Beckham. I know I'm in the minority there. I actually he's better than Scott Pasednik when they or what who yeah, I think it was Scott. Oh, look at Sebi laying down bunts. Oh, that hit the plate. Um (laughs) Scott Pasednik. That's digging the fashion. Digging the fashion though. He's no, he always looks fine, but like just like monotone, like he's boring. It's not great. And you know what? I've heard some things about Scott Pesetnik that make me not like him too much, but like off the field shit. Scott used to Scott used to have a lot of nose problems, but um, yeah, I just thought I could do without him. <laughs> I can do without him. So did Daryl Strawberry. Yeah, I could do I could do without Scott. I wonder Pesetnik. he was so jittery. Yeah, I heard <laughs> I heard he wasn't uh he wasn't too shy either when he would uh be out there, but. Snotty pots. Snotty pots. Holy shit, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But Sox Pass coming back would be nice. It'll be nice to, you know, Seb get back out there with everybody and Sebby Sackfly. Sebby Sackfly? Yeah, the bunt hit the plate and then hit his bat. The answer to this, Missy, is yes. Both. (laughs) Um, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. I thought Clint Frazier was going to hit a home run tonight. The one night I didn't bet it. By the way, I do, I do have to say as much shit uh, that we did talk about Lance Lynn. Great start from him. The 16 mm-hmm. strikeouts against Seattle. Offense couldn't score for Dick, but Lance Seattle Lynn. Lineup, Seattle lineup's pretty good. Yeah. You know what I really like about this MLB season this year? And this is going to be non-White Sox and Cubs related, so we can actually talk about good baseball. Well, the Cubs are doing good, but there's a lot of fun teams kind of coming out of nowhere. Like in the playoff contention. And when I'm, I'm talking about like your, you know, like the diamondbacks and the reds, we talked about a little bit earlier and you know, the white Sox are playing them right now. The Rangers, these are like, it feels like there's a little bit of more parity in the league this year. Uh, even the, the Marlins. I mean, the Marlins, yeah, really the Marlins. a lot over 500. Um, you know, what's crazy. Sorry to drag the mood back down, but I'm going to do it anyway. This time last year, the White Sox were 33 and 33. And if, like, we were to say, like, man, we were pissed. Imagine being 33 and 33 right now. I'd be like, oh, yeah. You guys have, like, a three-game lead in the division? (laughs) I mean, Minnesota's sitting in first with a 486 win percentage, so 500. (laughs) But, like, remember how miserable we were last year? And that would look great right now. We would be, like, clamoring to get back to. Yeah, that's what's so crazy about this year is, obviously, it's because the division is worse. Like, Cleveland hasn't gone on fire. Minnesota's terrible. It's just that difference. Like, the Sox are a lot worse. Yes. Than they were last year. <laughs> a lot worse. The, but the but I feel brutal. like the temperament is like a lot more confident just because the proximity of like you guys are only four and a half games out. But in reality, you guys are a lot. It, worse. It's that April, man. <laughs> like they lost. Like that's where you lose. Like you can lose the division in April. 
and think yeah. the stocks are going to embody that if like once again because like, i predict that they're not going to go on a run anytime so they're going to play like 500 ball the rest of the way maybe slightly above but like everyone thinks this big hot streak's coming like we haven't seen them like rip off a solid win streak in the last like two years two and a half actually if you go to end of 2021 they weren't that good down the stretch i mean they just kind of what they, they are what they are if they were playing 500 ball the majority of the year then yeah they'd be in it but Unfortunately, they had a 10-game losing streak in April, and that's what's going to sink their season. And then, I don't know. I just – personally, this makes me more interested in baseball as a whole, you know, like outside of just the White Sox and the Cubs. Like, I already picked, you know, the Diamondbacks before the season started. I've been actively watching Diamondback games. Like, it, they're on usually later. The kid's asleep, so I throw on the Diamondback game, and – that's a fun fucking team, man. Taking extra bases, making great plays, like good fundamental baseball. Corbin Carroll is just a fucking stud. That's my NL rookie of the year pick. What's up? And he's, I mean, and then guys like Ellie De La Cruz coming up for the Reds. You know, he's been this highly touted prospect we've heard about for, I feel like two, three years now. And the thing is with baseball, you keep hearing about guys like this and then very rarely do they actually pan out. You know what I mean? Like the percentage yeah. of, highly touted, you know, minor league guys that actually live up to their potential versus the ones that don't, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, Ellie, Ellie does he live up to it? Like Carol lives up to the, he's living up to the hype too. But like with yeah. the cruise, it's like a new highlight that like takes your breath. Like every, like every other night you're like, Oh my God, did you see what just, this guy just did so fast and he hits the ball so hard and he has an absolute fucking cannon at third base. Like, Whew, that boy is fucking. I mean, he's not like talking, but yeah, he's, he's been alright. <laughs> and I do agree with what Fid said in our uh, group chat earlier today, though. He, you know, he is only under fifty yeah, at bats in the league, and we'll clip the whole thing because I'm not giving you that much credit. But oh, it's the first part, and we can just keep using it. <laughs> <laughs> but how many? I think how many at bats do you have him at this year? Oh, he has fifty-two at bats this year. 56 at-bats. So he's under 60 at-bats. Major League pitchers are going to figure him out and adjust. The thing that separates good rookies from shitty rookies is how they adjust to their adjustments. Mm -hmm. Like Corbin Carroll is a very good example of a kid that has adjusted to the league's adjustments to him. And we'll see what if Ellie can do it, but speed kills the like he miss yes. hit one into like a ground ball and he's still legging it out for an infield single. Like he I remember does, watching I against the, the, the Cardinals uh when they came to town. And that was literally the only reason I went. I was like, all right, he's in town, but as well. I got a free Saturday. There's like a couple balls. Like he had a single, like wasn't that hard hit, like barely got up the middle. And then next thing you know, it turned into a run from him because it was like a double he probably shouldn't have scored on. He ran through the stop sign and he still scored on. So like, he'll Just, make stuff happen even on balls that like aren't hit that hard. And Just look at Luis Robert. Luis Robert's career arc has been very similar. It's a guy that that has exceptional talent and early on had those moments where he was really, 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 really good. And then the league kind of adapted and he had moments where he's really, really, really bad. And then he keeps going and it's that give and take. And now, you know, he's there now. But that's the thing with these young guys is they're going to have a lot of success early just because there's an incredible lack of data uh, at the major league level that's a little bit different than what you're going to get in the bushes and as they get more data and more tape and they get the, and they start testing it, other teams start testing and right. are looking at footage. You start to build a game plan and it's going to be up to him to, to, to adjust two steps forward, one step back always as for the young guys, but he's going to have bad things. They're going to cool off, but God, he's exciting. Like, but, and, that, and well, that's why I think 
very highly of Corbin Carroll. I mean, the kids had almost 400 uh, career at bats now in the major leagues. So for him to be batting 300 with 16 home runs and 40 RBIs here in June, that's impressive. That's a, that's a kid that's going to be here for the long haul. And as Mitch said, speed kills Corbin Carroll's fast as fuck. That dude is the fastest guy I've seen run. I think he is fast as fuck. And I mean, the kid, he's 22 years old. He's got a very bright future ahead of him, and Absolutely. this is why the Diamondbacks are such a fun team this year because they have a lot of these young guys, like Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, all these. And it's just, it's fun for me as a fan of baseball to see teams like this. And I mean, the White Sox are playing like the Rangers tonight. The Rangers have just a good fucking roster. They have a lineup. That's so absolutely. Yo, 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 I gotta say, Tukey's throwing some gas. Yeah, Tukey's showing up tonight. I'm pretty happy with that his outing so far. Ooh, oh, that was a, damn, that was a nice that was breaking a, ball. That be, is it gonna be ball. is it gonna be spelled Tuki T oh, is it T O U K I? T O U K I think so. And if he's pitching well, it could be Tuki and the K could be capitalized. See what okay. I did there? Yeah. See what did there? White Sox marketing. What's up? <laughs> but um <laughs> call Jerry's second cousin that's doing their social media. Weren't you the genius behind the West Nasty shirt nasty shirts? West dude? Nasty. Yep, yep. Yeah. Coin that worked right. out for. And the but the so, Rangers top to bottom. All right, Mitch. Damn it. They have a really fun like I could see myself rooting for the Rangers in the playoffs when it comes down to it. Well, I can tell you right now, <laughs> Mitch, I'm not gonna be rooting for the White Sox, Mitch. Well, so. I know. Well, like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a team that doesn't hate the games. Just just saying. Oh my god. I'm sure the players aren't the ones <laughs> making that decision, Mitch. But that is kind of fucked up that every team did it except for one. Like, you look like a massive asshole. But anyways. Mitch gave you this. His, that was a very unreasonable line. Come on, guys. There. Jump on the Angels bandwagon. Do you guys don't want to see Trout in the playoffs? Well, we're going to see. Otani in the playoffs? Otani in the playoffs? Don't hate I, the gays? What's not to like? Would absolutely love to see Otani in the playoffs. Uh the White Sox actually go to Anaheim Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. I think if everything stays how it is right now, we're looking at Wednesday night, Giolito versus Otani. Ooh. Ooh. Two future Cubs. Oh, now, boys. <laughs> boys, 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 boys. Got a trade off right there. It's going to be a 838 start time for that game. That might Wednesday be a night. playback night. I was gonna say uh, no, no, no. It's gonna be a six thirty-eight for us. Uh, for half of us. We're all in. Well, a majority right. of our viewers. It's an eight thirty-eight. <laughs> my time. mom's on the Pacific. No, no um, maybe we don't do a standard show and we do a playback that night. Let's do it. That's fine. I'm good with that. That might be. I mean, still that's record a, it. Oh yeah, we still record it. You could still release it, but that's uh, Otani versus Giolito. Be fun to watch. Lock it in. Lock it in. I think, yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your family. That'd be actually a really good time. And for the record, we just said it first. So when when Josh and the 108 guys start (laughs) advertising theirs, yeah, everyone just remind them that we said it first. Uh, But yeah, that's actually. He called the tiny corner of pizza. Oh, I would tell Josh, but he doesn't know who I am, so I can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's why. That's why you should tell him because yeah, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Just tweet at him right now, and be like, we called it. Tweet. Yep. A cease and desist tweet. <laughs> Otani so casually. What do we got coming up here? All the Cubs got. Well, the Cubs are going to London. Yeah, and they don't play. Who do they so play? They the got, Phillies, right? When they come back. 
Yeah, they got St. Louis, St. Louis on Saturday and Sunday, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're home versus Philadelphia. And then we need you boys. Didn't we have what, Friday, what, what Saturday, Sunday? You guys Cleveland. had the the Guardians. Oh, Cleveland, right? Were we talking about yeah, doing one on a Saturday? The Guardians, uh, Saturday. That's a six fifteen start. So I might be. That's what day is this? Savali. Saturday, July first. Oh no, NASCAR yeah. Chicago is in town. Thank you. Oh, that's right. That. I mean, Mitch is going to be uh, Mitch going to be yeah. walking around. Wait. So well, that means a lot of people are going to be indoors that whole wait, weekend. The Cubs are playing a home play. game the weekend. The Cubs have a home series the weekend in NASCAR's in Chicago. Yeah, it's going to be a shit show. It's oh, going to be great. No. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about doing uh, a playback on another road game for the Cubs. You guys couldn't pay me to go downtown for that weekend. Oh, <laughs> my God. What did I say in the chat? Brutal. You're going to be missing out. But it's going to be electric. And then the White Sox. So after tonight, the White Sox get Thursday off. Thank God. And then they got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They got Boston in town. And they go to LA right. for four, and then they go to Oakland for three. Very excited um, for this Boston series. July eighth, the Yankees. That's what we wanted to do. The Yankees. All right. The Yankees. Right. Ten oh five noon yeah. game for you guys. Y'all heard it. We got a couple witnesses here. Playback dibs on Wednesday night. Giolito Otani. Hey, Baloney can join us. Yeah. Can join. Can join. Oh, I wanted to ask you. That report about the uh, trading the uh, expiring contract guys, like who's the top of the list there? Who's even Gio- attractive? Giolito would be the Gio- biggest oh. tradable oh. asset. I guess I was you thinking you could the package possibly like Mike Clevenger with someone, but like I feel like it would be hard to trade him on his own. And then a lot of them, like the the some of the bullpen guys, like Hendricks? Middleton, who they picked off the scrap heap, who I actually think is kind of fool's gold because he gives up a lot of base runners and weasels his way out of a lot of them. So I don't think he's actually as good as his numbers show, but I think some team would pay for a reliever with his caliber numbers. Lopez too, I think you could package to like yeah. If that is his ERA is he has good stuff. You might get some sucker there. And then um, yeah, I Grandal I don't see catchers no. get traded in the middle of the year. They don't, they don't get nothing from that. If it's anybody, it's going to be Giolito probably packaged with someone out of the bullpen. Hendricks. Yeah. Not Hendricks. They're not trading Liam Hendricks. Liam Hendricks is a PR gold mine right now. They're not trading Liam Hendricks. But they that's, that's pretty much all I could see. But then it was really weird because out of nowhere, like, I don't even know what inspired them to do the story. Lucas Giolito did this big interview with uh, Comcast Sports Chicago or whatever, just being like, I absolutely love Chicago. I don't want to leave. Well, I mean, I mean, the Cubs, he did, like, the Cubs he had, like it, it's hard not to like him to begin with. Like, I, I always like Lucas, even when he first. Well, got a little here, too much community like service for my like. Yeah, yeah I mean, too, uh, out, it helps the community too. <laughs> where, where's his dedication? He's out here cleaning oceans when he needs to be throwing pitches. Nonstop. But like the fact that he acknowledged, like, yeah, like this team's like let me fail at the major league level like a bunch of times and stuck with me. Like you know, you got to pre- you can appreciate a guy like That's that. Fair. You want That's your players fair. to want to stay there, and he's always been a class act while he's here, and he's like he's been good more times than not. If you're looking at the overall arc of his career, and he's been he's been better for the White Sox more than he's been bad for the yeah. White Sox. So I mean, hey. I'm gonna miss him if indeed he is gone next year. Yeah. Question: What time do we want to do this playback? Do we want to push next week's to start a little later? Start at like 6.23, 15 minutes before the first pitch, which is six thirty. Hold on, I'm setting this shit up right now. So six thirty eight first pitch. We'll just get on whenever the the broadcast starts. So schedule for the broadcast start, or do I want to start schedule for first pitch or broadcast? I'm scheduling right now. Hold on. Uh, oh, you're doing it on you're doing it on a playback. Yeah. 
Oh, I was doing the same thing. Never mind. Then you take it. Yeah. What day is it? It's on Wednesday, the twenty eighth. We just do two playbacks. Mine and- <laughs> comes up as we got all of them. I have Bally Sports West. The Cubs half playback. The Sox half playback. That'd be here's so me going. Confusing. Please don't be blacked out. Uh, White Sox at Los Angeles. Pinwheels called dibs, but there's got, two oh, playbacks. No, if you're a Cubs do- fan, go to the league. Wait, Fidge, you didn't have the option to do NBC Sports Chicago? No, it gave me Bally Sports West. Oh, I have Bally Sports or NBC, so we're going to do NBC Sports Chicago. Whatever allows me to watch. Uh, we'll start it. What do you want? 15 minutes or a half hour before game time? 15. 15. 15 minutes. Get, get, get greased up. We don't up have Ozzy to fill in half an hour of pregame. <laughs> Hold on. I can bring corn dogs. We'll do a pick to click. Whoever has the worst has to eat a corn dog. Cold. Frozen corn dog. Frozen corn dog at the end of the frozen day. Frozen corn dog. All right. Yeah, uh, for the de- for the description for the description of <laughs> of the the playback, I said, "Come watch Otani versus the high powered Chicago White Sox offense." <laughs> Got it. Pretty good. Got Sorry. it. Sarcasm. Okay, and now I'm going to tweet it out just to get playback dibs, and then. Here we go. See, folks, this is a very – we're very out in the open with our show here. We'll put it out there in front of everybody. Playback dibs. Playback dibs. We. Oh, I thought it was a walk. I was going to tell you to sound the alarm, but it was a hit by pitch. Each one of us will do a play-by-play for an inning, and whoever does the worst will get voted off the show for the rest of the playback. <laughs> voted by the viewers. Oh, this guy throwing in the uh, – whatever this little – Throwing tunnel is 51 miles an hour throwing gas. Yeah, man, Jack shows up an hour and 13 minutes late and he expects to see the pup. Get the hell out of here. Show up Pup- on Yeah, here's the only dog you're gonna see. Puppies were here. Puppies did the here. intro. Puppies, puppies are sleeping, man. Rewind, rewind, click it back, and then watch through again. That's we will fine. be reading uh the puppy that lost his way. You, you, I, no hard feelings. You, 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 man. Who lost his way? Um, six three. You gotta go out there and find that fucking dog. Find that fucking dog. All right, I tweeted it out. I didn't tag any of you guys because I was in a rush. But yeah. Wow. Thanks. There Thanks, you Dave. go. Drew Boggs all over. Drew Boggs already fucking retweeted. Where are you guys at? Doing the show. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, like you all don't tweet. Too busy. <laughs> Feeling hurt that you didn't tag us. Uh, but wow, that's. I like that idea though. That'll be a lot of fun. I have to get my I have to have to get my tweet ready. That's up. Um, how do you spell smorgasbord? No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. You guys got anything else going on in baseball that you really want to get into? Wilson Montgomery uh, is back. Well, yeah, he's that's big news actually. He hit a triple in his first his first game back. Struck out. Played shortstop too, which is all right. Who do you guys who do you guys trading for? Colson Montgomery. Yeah, like who are you trading him for? I mean, what's our options? Morell and Strowman. We're making a yeah. playoff push. <laughs> Noah Schultz, Jake Berger, and Christopher er, and uh, Colson Montgomery for Marcus Strowman and Christopher Morell. No. <laughs> Jumper. I don't know, Yumper, if you're watching, but Yumper just texted me. Make sure you pronounce his name right, jerk. That that leaves that open to a lot of different people, man. Yeah, you gotta which tell one? me specifically Who? whose name Tukey? I'm mispronouncing. Oh, Boggs. Is it what Boggs? do you say? I said Drew Boggs. It's Boggs, right? Yes, we'll have to wait for uh, Drew. Yankee. Correct me if I'm wrong. Drew Boggs. Am I wrong? Oh if no. I'm, if I'm wrong, 
wear it as a badge of honor because I definitely uh, pronounce everyone's name wrong. I don't even try You're to pronounce it. a good company with a lot of MLB players. Yep. Yes, with pretty much 90% of Major League Baseball. And the fact that he hasn't no like Muggsy. Oh, Boggs. 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 Okay. There you go. Well, feel honored, buddy, because you can join 98% of Major League Baseball in me pronouncing your name wrong. That's a bogey for Joe. Yep, that's a bogey. All those on tonight between the Scotty Pot <laughs> bogey. Uh, we need just we need to take a week off. To no, I appreciate the in the comments. I appreciate yeah, who is uh, who kept the commenting you guys last week from Pinwheels? Some jackass on YouTube, right? Yeah. What an asshole. Uh, I will not fuck it up again, but I appreciate you guys keeping me on my toes. I love that Tuki's just eating up innings in this game, too. Yeah, <laughs> watch. Hey, he, he started last year, I believe, a little bit for the Braves. He started, uh, yeah, I'm pretty about- sure. He- he was a starter for the Braves. New fifth starter? Random trivia question Emergency. for everyone in the chat, by the way. Dang. Where does the Tuki Tuki bird come from, by the way? I feel like we're the looking Galapagos? at like South uh, America. Land. I will give you a hint here in a second. Damn, he's making it, Corey it, Seager it, throw his bat and shit. into a live-action film starring Brendan Fraser one day. It was. Um, but I was going to yeah, say Jumanji. There you go, Drew. George of the Jungle. Tookie Tookie Bird. He's I was going to say uh, Jumanji, but Brandon Fraser wasn't in Jumanji. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You guys want to go to NASCAR now? We got it. That's why the people are here. Should we be tweeting it out that it's happening so the people that only watch the show for NASCAR Minute comes down in? I was just going to real quick on our. There it is. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, disappointed. The reason you're all here, it's time for NASCAR Minute with NASCAR Mitch. All righty, NASCAR was off this week. There's a bye, no NASCAR Minute. Stop it. (laughs) What a guy. Go rain. Back in Nashville next week. We'll have a NASCAR minute, but they're off this week. So am I. No NASCAR. Oh, I had all these pictures. How about ready. this? I started drinking at 6 a.m. And we're here now. I don't know what time it is, but I'm rolling deep. And those cars are going real fast. And real laugh, son. They're going fast and laughed. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. NASCAR Minute back next week. I will do double time next week. So all the photos from this week will be seen. We'll go real in-depth to Nashville. So. You gotta know that. I, I watched Days of Thunder yesterday at the gym. I could have done that final race where Kerry Elwes and, and Tom Cruiser. Yeah, I mean, I could do a NASCAR Minute about any of the races in cars. No, yeah. damn it. You guys oh, made a mockery of this fantastic. great sport long enough. There's no NASCAR. Fantastic. Everyone's getting disappointed. <laughs> People came here for the Photoshop, Mitch. <laughs> you gave him you, you, you were a two-pump chump. In two seconds oh, of the struggle. That hurts. I mean, I have... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff I was ready to just unload. Oh, dude, don't hey, use it now. Give people a reason to come back next week. For the play. Oh, It'll be on the playback, too. Playback. We can't even do a basketball. We don't have the pictures on a playback. Sure we can. 
Mm-mm. Playbacks, not through YouTube and StreamYard. Well, that's a shame. You know what? We'll do a, you know, in the middle of the week, we'll do a live that we can do a live NASCAR. Minute. We'll do one on Tuesday. We'll have a episode strictly for the NASCAR minute. Wasn't there supposed to be some photoshops of me in my suit again, too? Did anybody? Did, no, did, did, uh, I'll just have this one. Maloney, Maloney gave up. He was, he was so gung ho on it. But uh, just let have me this see one. You. That one. This is still funny. The Bang Bros oh. logo in the top right corner <laughs> fucking kills me. Oh, that was such a letdown. God damn it. Right. God, now I hope. So one week, they're off until February. So don't worry. It'll be NASCAR minute all the way till the, oh, actually November, I should say. Every start of the season. But. Uh, some premature evacuation there. Uh, yeah. I came here 90 minutes late for nothing. <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay. You know what? There was news. Kevin Harvick's replacement got announced. Oh, it's wait. Josh Terry. Are, you, uh, are you going to the game on Saturday, Mitch? I will be there on Saturday. Yep. So you're going to go to the. I will be there. Okay, good. Well, there you go. I mean, Baloney, you got to. That's your advertisement. Come meet NASCAR Mitch <laughs> at Whiskey at Comiskey. Yeah, I I cannot make it this Saturday. Sorry, man. No, that was, such a, that was such a fake. That's a shame. But yeah, uh, I'm yeah. not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> More bush lights for me. Sorry. I, I, have, uh, I have an early tea time on Sunday with two old friends. I the game's at three fifteen. I know, but I'm not gonna leave my wife home alone with a two year old and two seven week old puppies two days. Bring in them with. <laughs> Tell me, uh, Missy, you need to make NASCAR minute a TikTok sensation. Oh, there you go. Meet NASCAR oh. Mitch. <laughs> That's going to awesome. be so disappointed once they meet me. <laughs> um, yeah. NASCAR Minute live from Whiskey at Comiskey. That's good. Uh, idea. The lady who made uh, the, the cameo during the 108, she's probably going to be there too. So, yeah. Oh, there you okay. go. For those of you who doesn't think she exists, yeah, she'll that probably woman, be there too. Is this before or after she gets her uh, sainthood? Because. <laughs> 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 By the way, four no-hit innings for Tukey. Yeah, Tukey. And that curveball was crisp. Filth. Crisp. Crisp. Now, only if we had an offense. Yeah, they had three runs. Another solo home run. Are the, I, is there a way to look up if the White Sox lead the league in solo home runs? Uh, I think so. It probably is. A reference, probably. They just got the league average the other night in home runs hit. I did see that. 84, I believe it was. Well, all right. So we got Jake Berger up in the bottom of the ninth, six to three. This is solo home run written all over. All right. If the Sox come back, Zoe, you have to do another hour. By myself? Yeah. If they if come, the come back. So there's really one out. So you have two outs to work with. It's low chance. All right. Half an hour. Do half an hour. All right. Deal. If they come back. All right. Here we go. So we got uh, one out in the ninth. Well, we got one out already. Yep. So if the Sox come back, I will do an hour, a half hour, half hour <laughs> by myself. Here comes the Gavin Sheets solo home run. Here comes yep. Mac. <laughs> and just so you know, that half hour will be just me showing all the different photoshops and talking about this It'll be me talking about the Titanic conspiracy theories while showing <laughs> random photoshops that Missy so, sends me. Look, uh <laughs> Yep. Or I'll probably just log by the way, uh, comb your fears, by the way. John Jacob Astor was actually publicly in favor of uh, the Federal Reserve. So two of the three million billionaires that were murdered were actually four and were with. Uh, yeah, Morgan. I, so I guess one, this guy's biggest point was the guy that was like the biggest backer against it was the dude that got 
That was yeah. Astor. He was the mo- he was the richest man in the world at the time. So the guy that was the richest man in the world at the time was for it. That died. I thought he was against it. That's no, Astor was Astor was TikTok the rich- says he was for it. TikTok is more important than whatever document you're looking up right now. TikTok told me about the cameos in the Flash. Actually, I'd already seen it. It's fun. Six, six of the worst ten records are from the AL and NL Central. That's what <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's what the right. Midwest is what we would call dookie. And Bruce, Bruce, old Bruce, the manager of the Rangers, definitely just showed little Pedro how you manage a ball club. Right, and just one step ahead of him. Yep, Pedro just trotted out sheets, and Bruce is like, "All right, bet." Give me the lefty. <laughs> you dumb bastard. You dumb bastard. You dumb bastard. Well, this is where you pinch it, T.A. Freddie Freeman homered. Hey. Yeah. Oh, you th- yeah. You think you're smart, do you? Yeah. Can you do that, though? Once? Can you pinch hit for the pinch hit? Oh, it's, it's still. Oh, I thought it was still. Uh... You can pinch hit for the designated hitter. Um, right. But you can't no, pinch you, hit. You, for... you can pinch hit for the pinch hitter. You just burn the your one guy. <laughs> Didn't. I thought once they bring him in, though, doesn't he have to? Well, once, you're, once you've been announced, you're burned. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Cap. Finish what you. Oh no, I'm just saying. Once you've been announced, you're burned lineup wise. But this I is mean. this annoyed me. I saw this on Twitter. I'm interested to get your thoughts. When you bat around the order, do you consider when they get to number nine, or does it go when they get back to the guy who started the inning bats again? Because I always Ooh. consider batting around is like you have to get all the way back. Like on the no, score, yeah, the, guy that, the, face. the guy that starts the inning gets back up to the plate. Yes, that's that is batting, batting around. around the order. Yeah, Her is hell bent on like he even made like a little chart saying like no, it's only when you get to number nine. Like that's not just that's just going through the order. That's not batting around the order. Um, batting around, I'm, you got to get all the way back up to the top. I'm with you. Well, on uh, turning the lineup over is when you go from nine to one. Batting around right. is one through nine. Yeah. Oh no! Yes. So Kevin is saying once your nine hole hitter. Has hit. You have now batted around because Kevin's with her. Oh, that's batted through the order. <laughs> that's bat, you bat around. You turn, the line, you turn the lineup over turn when you turn around. Every now and then, I that's get bad. a little that's bit bad around. Way. If um, all nine is hit, you batted around the entire carousel. All got so hey, you batted through the order. Oakland lost <laughs> near the order. You batted near Guardians. the order. Fids. Oakland A's have not won a game since receiving approval from the, the Nevada legislature. They're 0 and 7. Yeah. Ooh. All those bribes and mafia kickbacks. Oh, man. Uh, Gav- Gavin Sheets does not look comfortable versus a lefty. <laughs> we'll, we'll just say that. Because <laughs> he never faces any of them. Anymore. Right. That was the. Um, that was a bad looking swing. Yeah. Has that. Uh, oh, so that's I saw a that bad the Sox. I saw that the Sox broke this streak of uh, left handed starting pitchers with Tanner Banks. Lame. Has any left-handed hitter hit a home run off a lefty yet? Not until right now. <laughs> Live bet it. Oh, Make how play. about that the other day in the Cubs game? Uh, what That one account literally posted uh, before the game <laughs> that if Tucker Barnhart hits yeah. a home run, Tucker Barnhart has zero home runs, has probably hasn't hit the ball to the infield all year. I think he had like one extra base over, hit until then. Yeah. He's like, I'll buy it. He didn't word it correctly. He didn't say like, you know, oh, two yeah. tickets, one fan. He basically said, "I'll buy, I'll and buy whoever re- whoever retweets this the tickets to a Cub game." And then he hit a home run in the first at bat. Bruce totally outclassed. Oh yeah, he, he, he knows the Gavin Sheets splits, which I'm sure they like. That was my two year old old Gavin Sheets can't hit against lefties. Everybody knows Gavin Sheets can't hit against lefties. All right, Zell, you're looking pretty safe for the extra half hour. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're good. No, here. no, your boy Elvis is going to start the rally and give you a reason to like him again. 
if I make you do a half hour by yourself. Oh, oh. Although I'm definitely up. Oh, nope, that's it. <laughs> Bermuda uh, Triangle. They weren't going to come back. No, 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 no. And there it goes. The All right, well, with a whimper. The Sox are yeah. back to 12 games under, but they're only like four and a half five, out. Five, five and a half, half, probably now. Wait, did the Twins win? Uh, oh, nope. They went on a, they won on, they literally just won on a walk off single. Oh, oh, five and a half back now. So they're five and a half back, which is still absolutely just befuddling. <laughs> Everyone in the AL Central still below five. Four straight series losses for the White Sox. Stay hot, kids. Is that oh. Marlins here? The Marlins killing me uh, both uh, cut or both Chicago teams this year. Mm-hmm. I'm glad LSU won today. Just because... you, oh, I was going to ask you guys. I haven't really been following, but I'm sure you guys have. Maybe Kevin Moore. Mm-hmm. Are you guys? Do you guys have like a rooting interest in the College World Series? I just want LSU to win because Wake Forest's uniforms are such dog shit. Those are dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that was the guy. We uh we ordered the jerseys, but it's like the it's like the World Baseball Classic jerseys for uh, Britain. Yeah, yeah. It, no, that's exactly that's, what it that's is. That's what I was thinking when I first saw those. That is a hundred percent. At least they have they a cool font on like Britain, but like yeah, that's a tough look. Yeah, I'm I'm all LSU just based on uniforms. I'm going straight off uniforms on this. Florida's tough. Yeah. LSU won uh, the first game, so yep, which is huge because Wake Forest had that guy to drop the fly ball when he had his sunglasses on his hat. Oh. That was hilarious, dude. That was, that was absolutely hilarious. Such such a pure example too, because I think I, I tweeted about it. We talked about it in our DMs. Some of these kids don't even know what what the what the gear is that they put on. Does they just know that people yeah. wear them? I wear sunglasses on my hat. The sun is shining outside, and I have you know I'm gonna put I'm gonna keep my you know glasses on my hat i'm going to paint my face like i'm trying out to be the next ultimate warrior in the wwe with eye black is that still really popular yeah doing the ultimate warrior. looks like a kitty cat he does That's three lines he looks like a hilarious. kitty cat i'm like what are you a mouse what is this like it, that 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 paint job is not taking or reducing any glare that's face paint that's not reducing no, a glare. He, he looks like the kid on uh, Super Bad. Super Bad, like his his uh, <laughs> partner when he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's what he looks like, one hundred percent. Yeah, so that 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 Garrett, that's what happens though, because I mean, that... Drew, just because I spelled your name wrong, there you go. There's the baloney oh, picture you sent me to use. Those eyes, so hypnotic. But uh, don't worry, it'll be bad. NASCAR minute. This is the only time you're getting teased. It'll be back and better than ever. No more off weeks, and we got a race coming to Chicago. I'm I mean, just mad that NASCAR minute. I'm just mad that you sat on that the entire show. Didn't feel like telling any of us that NASCAR minute wouldn't exist tonight. Let us pump it up like assholes. Yeah, our credibility. All this time putting all new pictures for you and everything, and then you just oh, you little shit. How can people trust us now? Look what you've done. Oh, All they had to do was take a look at the race this weekend. That didn't happen, and you'd know there's no NASCAR minute. It's not my Jack's fault. gonna go. Jack's gotta go take a cold shower now. After he did his, he painted his nails. He got a pedicure. He was ready to go. He threw on a little bit of extra. Hold on, I do want to give a shout out. So I'm sure everyone here heard about the horrible thing that happened before the White Sox game on Tuesday night, where some really not chill dude just. Floored it down. Uh, what was it? Thirty fifth Street. I think it was thirty yep. fifth Street. And yep. 
hit four people that were just going into the game and it was terrible, but you know, obviously prayers up for all those people, but one of the members of white Sox Twitter, one of the guys that watched the show, one of the guys that we've had beers with at one Oh eight day, uh, he's a great guy goes by Chuck, his Twitter. He calls himself loud Chuck at Chuck J A J A N C Z Y. Turns out he tweeted out today, which I think is kind of cool that he just did this tweet. He goes, Hey, white Sox Twitter. I'm the guy who went through the sunroof. I'm okay. A few broken bones and a lot of swelling, but I'll recover. I mean, that's insane. The story, like that's, that's he got hit with story. the car, rolled up the car, fell through the sunroof, and the guy was like, got down to like the highway when like the yeah. police finally stopped him. He was just in the back of the car the whole time. Yeah, they got him on the highway, but you know, obviously, uh, on behalf of Pinwheels and Ivy, we definitely wish Chuck nothing but a speedy, safe, that's, full that's recovery. A tough right there. But yeah, I mean, I tweeted out. That just shows you that, you know, for all the bitching and moaning White Sox Twitter does, we got some real tough motherfuckers in here. And um, that's wild, though. He just, like, casually tweets, like, yeah, guys, I'm the dude that went through the wind- or the sunroof. That was me. A couple, couple broken, broken bones. bones. I'm good. A little swelling. <laughs> it's like, damn, Chuck. Rub some dirt on it. I was good. Okay. Hold on. We got a new photo we got to use here. Uh, let me get this up here. But, yeah, that was – I was just like, <laughs> I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see that. And I was like, wait, did I just read that right? Because that might be the most badass tweet I've ever seen. When I saw the news about it, I'm like, I mean, it, it's hard to imagine that wasn't somebody, at least in the connection to the Sox fandom. Like, you're like, woo. Because it's right on 35th, correct? Yeah. I mean, that's it. Well, first of all, the White Sox need to just block that street off on game day. Cause there's so many people coming across that street from the parking lots and everything. Like there's no reason not to just block that off. And you almost I've, hit in the road. <laughs> the yeah, after party. <laughs> and I mean, I lived in Bridgeport. I know it's a pain in the balls when there's a white Sox game, especially if you need to like get off on 35th street to get home or like do anything. But if you live there, you know, a hundred different ways to go around that. So they need to block that street off. I mean, that's the long and the short of it. Kind of like what they're doing up at Wrigley, what they do in Boston. They could actually make money on the endeavor. Start having like street vendors and shit like that, you know, but hopefully this opens up some people's eyes because, yeah. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is an exclusive. Just Uh-oh. sent to me right now. A first look at this. Saturday, June 24th. Oh, Lunish, no. In <laughs> Whiskey at Comiskey. Meet NASCAR Mitch. That's <laughs> like the photo they chose. <laughs> yep. <laughs> go hang out with our boys. The I Chicago mean, that's Sports not a reason Bones. to go to Whiskey at Comiskey. I mean, I don't know what it. I mean, that's just, that's amazing. That, I, I hope they have enough booze and food for everybody because now they're going to be flooded. That is an amazing, shout out to our guy, Baloney. Uh, yeah, that's fantastic. I'm going to tweet that out right now. I'm ready. Me and Dougie, we're going to shotgun a beer in the parking lot. It's going to be fun. You're going to shotgun a whiskey. I'm, I'm going to get smoked, but <laughs> I'm covering the spread. I'm covering yeah. the spread. Yeah. Hey, that's all. Nice so at the line. I'll cover. Good teams cover, buddy. Good teams cover. Or great teams cover. Great teams good, cover. Team, great good teams, teams win. Great teams cover. Teams Hold on. I got to tweet out your flyer here. <laughs> Socks are still only five and a half back, and it's killing me. It's hilarious. It's unbelievable. It's this is the most absurd. The the central division in both leagues. It's just Cubs would be a half game back for space. It's got to move leagues. <laughs> Market on events. All right, I'm tagging everybody in this bitch. 
Mitch, you got to <laughs> make sure you show your missus this. She's going to be so pissed. Actually, we're hanging <laughs> from the parking lot. <laughs> She's going to be like, why do keep, everyone keeps coming up to you? <laughs> oh, that's funny shit. Good job, boy. That's awesome. Well done. We should. Uh, Mitch just has like this like, Rolling Stones entrance into the parking lot. <laughs> I mean, if I'm the White Sox and I see this kind of advertising, I'm jumping all over it. Like, get, you're, you're gonna get a call from Brooks, uh, Brooks Boyer. Yeah, you're throwing out the first pitch. Like we're having, I mean, it's NASCAR day. Like, why wouldn't you have NASCAR Mitch be out there from the NASCAR yeah, minute? Right. NASCAR Mitch, Missy, I'm down. Let's do it. I highly don't recommend shotgunning a White Claw, though. I did that at the Gold Knights thing. I was probably. About I was gonna bring some. So we could have ran the table and beer die. I would have brought the beer. Brook lights, but. I am, nice at beer I am nice at beard eye. Bro, yeah. I got new irons. I want to golf 24-7. <laughs> this is going to be like BTS in Korea. Oh, we should have fit. Fid, you know what we got to do, right? You got to you do, your, hash, you gotta do your hashtag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. the actual BTS, yeah. BTS Army. Yeah. Tag them all. Fid somehow knows how to like summon the BTS Army. So <laughs> get, get them on that flyer, dude. <laughs> Oh my god, it'd be hilarious. This is fucking great. This just made my night. They <laughs> put like BTS expert as well, like somewhere in like the fine print. <laughs> Mitch. Where Who's are we the, to wait, get you gotta get you gotta get the BTS, you gotta get the beehive. The Beyonce's mm-hmm. Swifties. 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 Mm-hmm. Who else has like a crazy fan base? James Woods. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, fuck. Um, no, I didn't say who is crazy. I said who oh, is crazy sorry, fan base. Well, both, both relevant. Uh, <laughs> what about... Uh... Oh, wait. Hmm. I'll tell you what. If I didn't already pay a decent chunk of change to play the course I'm playing on Sunday, I probably would have redid my plans and showed up on Saturday. But... Well, show up Friday. Oh, you're going to play with your pink hair. Friday's NASCAR mm-hmm. night. Saturday's just the cool event. Well, I, I mean, NASCAR night or whiskey at Comiskey? Mm. Well, it appears you can't go to the one. So, I mean, I guess you're going to have to. I can't go to either of them, dude. I don't think you're understanding. Just sick. <laughs> Absolutely sick. And puppies. Can't Hold on one second. Hold on. I want you to say that to the. I will say it to him. I'm concerned. <laughs> well, he muted Bring that puppy over here. Are they both boys? Because I'd love to call one a bitch. And yeah, they're boys. And they're boys. Rude. They're brothers. Uh, well, their mom was a bitch. They're brothers. That's selfish, though. You know, so I, you knew I was coming to town, and you got a damn puppy. That's that, that's yourself. No, no. I mean, do you she, like you? Do you put you? Do you like nuzzle and just be like because they have that puppy smell? You're just like that puppy. The smell. whole first floor of my house smells like puppy. Oh, just a little hot yeah. breath. No, they're good, dude. The only thing, the only thing that's pissing me off is they got little talons. I gotta get them nails clipped, man. Because yeah, get them comfortable with, with it with it early. That way you. Yep. Yep. Have you um, broken? Wait, did you end up? How, what did you shoot first round with the new kicks? That's like the best shoes I think I've ever seen. Yeah, the new kicks are phenomenal. The only problem is I did not factor in the fact that I me versus the sun is not a good battle. So I wear <laughs> layers of sunscreen. I, I wear <laughs> layers of sunscreen when I go golfing. And apparently when you get newly painted shoes, having sunscreen on your legs is not a good idea. So like the front of my shins both have like this black square on them. 
<laughs> from the tongue of my shoes going out to the sunscreen. So uh, shoes were phenomenal. I, I think I shot, I only played nine holes. I think I shot like a 41 or 42 with them. Uh, but the shoes, they're comfortable. They're Jordan brand. They're phenomenal. Uh, shout out again to my guy, Mario Restores. I tweeted all, all of his information. If anything, if you just like shoes, follow him on Instagram because he does some really dope shit. And he couldn't have been a nicer guy about this. He asked me all these questions. And the fact that he threw my father-in-law's name and my old dog's name on there without telling me, that was, like, super dope. Like, that, that was really cool. Uh, big fan of those shoes, dude. I almost felt guilty wearing them on the course, but I had to do it at least once. You know what I mean? Now yeah. I think I might display them because they're so fucking awesome. But Oh, yeah. I... Nothing wrong with that. No, I might have to, but yeah, I was pretty pretty pumped about that. Um, I don't know if I'm calling Mitch a White Sox Twitter legend yet here, Missy. You might have to slow pump your brakes on that one a little bit. But well, it depends after his appearance on Saturday. We'll see. Corbin Carroll of White Sox Twitter, some yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm my pl- what I need Aiden from a lot of you yeah. is I need a lot of p- people take asking Mitch for selfies. I need you know. All kinds of stuff. Make sure you know what's really cool when you ask someone's girlfriend to take a picture of you and that person. <laughs> Girl, girlfriends love that. So make sure you ask Mitch's girlfriend to take lots of pictures of you and Mitch together. Uh, yeah. Lick his face if you can. Also, yeah. hey, listen. Apologies for no NASCAR minute, but now you can appreciate it more now that it's gone this week. You'll just appreciate it more when it comes back better than ever next week. So. Or everyone can actually be in the same proximity and punch you in the nuts for not doing it. Um, yeah, that too. I picked a bad week to piss everyone off before I make a public appearance. <laughs> Might get a awesome. Peter slap or something. Um. Oh, last question I want to propose to you fellas before we part ways for this evening. Because, I mean, this show is completely off the rails for the last, like, 35 mm-hmm. minutes now. Do we like these? Yeah, it depends on the team. Like Seattle's kind of looks cool. Why won't it let white me zoom in? Kind of like it. Weird. It won't let me zoom in. The white ones look like those old tuxedos that people so used first to wear. Of all, like first of all, that, like, these wow. aren't white, Fids. These are mint. Mint? Mint. Mint. Because mm-hmm. I almost went and bought one, but mint. Um, I don't like the actual hat with the thing on the side. I don't know, but I kind of do like the mint hat. Might be pulling the trigger on a White Sox mint hat. Not a fan. It looks like a hat that turtle would buy. Either. It looks like a hat turtle would buy on Entourage. Is what it looks I, like to me. I, it's very bold of them to go that big with the side hat logo. Yeah, like that is just massive. I, I get that they you, you run out of ideas eventually, but like, like I think I kind of like the cut, like on the Cubs hat, but like the Cubs one doesn't look bad. The yeah. like, like I think the, it's okay, but I wouldn't Cubs go out of my Nick way to one. get it. And I mean, I like that they're keeping the thing where they put the little star yeah. you know, next to the whatever, because I have the the one from a couple years ago. Oh, uh, one last thing, all-star related. Fuckers, start voting for Nico Horner. God, oh, what, uh, <clears throat> when he was this second base, voted, Kevin, not third base. When we this show voted last week, we were going to pick one cub to vote for. That was and it was and you guys chose wisdom and forced yep. me to and I wanted, I wanted Nico. We all know that we know who the best second baseman in the National League is, and he's going to get millions of votes. So it's okay to throw a couple extra, like, ranked choice votes down Nico Horner's, you know, 
Nah, the reason he should be in a top ten. Like, he's not even in a top ten. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, Jack makes up a good point with the 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 mint hats at Christmas. Also, if you buy it around then, it's going to be discounted too. So you get holiday and it's going to be cold out. So cheap yet? You get cold out. You get a free bowl of soup with that. So right now they're on lids for thirty five bucks. Yeah, you probably get that for fifteen around Christmas time. Yeah. You probably get a, a socks one like in two years for like three ninety. They're only thirty five bucks. That just Wait, tells you how crappy they are. Was that the last game versus the Rangers? Uh, no shot. Do they have five dollars? Do they was have it? an off day tomorrow? Let me see. Hold on. I got. I still got it in the cart. Uh, where to go? 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 This is good podcasting, folks. Uh, nope, don't have it anymore. <laughs> Well, it's better than people saying that same thing during a porno. So, where to go? 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 Oh no, I'm, my bad. The fitted ones—they're at forty-seven bucks. They just have oh. like the the discount. God, Fifty bucks? Uh, I guess I. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Shirt. Okay, time out. The fifty-nine fifty hats for people that can actually wear hats. <laughs> it's it's fifty bucks. But if you have a fat melon head like mine and you have to wear the thirty-nine thirties, they're thirty-seven bucks. Those hats cost like yeah, seven dollars to make. It's yeah, yeah. This is basically a live video of our everyday group chat. So you're welcome. We're, we're doing a, an interpretive dance of what it's like in our yep. chats. Yep. Now mm-hmm. I kind of really feel like I got to try to make something happen for Saturday. Here's me too, by the way. So you're gonna get what drunk and buy that hat. You are gonna get drunk and buy that hat. You oh, yeah, will 100%. wake up after like whiskey the, and golf, and then be like, "Oh, look." The percentage a- of chance of me being inebriated and purchasing a mint White Sox hat is like ninety four point seven percent that that gets done on the Bush Lights. Just uh, I think the move is since you got golf in the morning, you gotta watch. Dog, I think post game at Uncle Buck's. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the, the tea time on Sunday morning is 7 a.m. Oh, Sunday? Well, just go there. You go. You're fine Saturday. No, but the whole thing is I don't want to leave Mrs. O alone with the child and two puppies. Suggestion, in cash, in, cash in Father's Day gift 2024 for just this Saturday. Ooh, I might have to bargain that. <laughs> for cash, cash considerations. <laughs> no, it's not like that. Father's Day. And... You're getting screwed on that deal. Don't, yeah. That's a Rick on Don't do it. I'll throw in the 24 and 25 Father's Day yeah. for for this for Saturday. this Saturday and a player to be named later. Yeah, that's and like getting JT. Man, you're gonna be very disappointed. With that <laughs> that's <trade>. like <laughs> <JT>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which court? I'm going to ruffle feathers on Sunday morning. So it's only like 20 minutes from the house because it's in Lamont. But yeah, <laughs> I I would actually like to play good, so I don't want to be hung over. Get a seat. Get a seat at the table like Rick Hahn and work your magic. Yeah, I am not. <laughs> I am not a young buck anymore, so I can't drink all night and then wake up and go into John uh, Daly mode. Yeah, that's not happening. If I drink like I think I'd drink if I go on Saturday, I'm out for two days. Well, you just gotta keep drinking on Sunday. That's all. That's <laughs> just the whole problem. Just get an you Uber straight. From... I was gonna say you can't really take an Uber to golf, though. Uh, wow, well, no, that's a bad tough look. I'm taking an Uber home from golf, so it has happened. Just take an Uber straight from wherever you were on the south side to Lamont. 
Yeah, that's a good point, too. Who says I'm going to be coming? Yeah, dude, Jesus, this is getting ugly fast. We all left our cars at the golf course. That was bad. Uber pulls up. Hold up. Let me put my clubs in the back. You think my uh, nine iron will fit in the trunk here? (laughs) Well, look at this. I mean, we got offers on the table here. There you go. We got offers on the table here. See, see, you crowdsource this thing. You get some help. I mean, Pete's like right down the street from you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is actually. He's like two blocks away. Uh shit. Right. Uh oh. God damn it, Pete. <laughs> God damn it, Pedro. Uh fuck. I'm gonna have to think about this now. Oh, Guys, now hold his can... hold his feet <laughs> to the fire. Don't let him off the hook. Don't now let this my, now you got my little cousin in the chat too. Oh Jesus. All right. We're getting out of here before this is <laughs> terribly <laughs> shit. All right. Well everyone. Regardless if I'm there or not, make sure you're there on Saturday to support our guys, the Chicago Sport Bums, and you get to meet Mitch and make sure he takes a picture with you. Yeah. Make sure he does that. I've also heard he likes unsolicited belly rubs. Just throwing yeah. that out there. He likes um, it when you pinch the back of his arms too. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Big fan of that. And remember to ask his uh ask his lady friend to make take the picture of you and him together. Don't do it like a hand selfie. Make sure, yeah, you do all and that. So make sure you do your best to introduce him to Josh Nelson multiple times. <laughs> Completely normal. Actually, yes. Everyone that's there, make sure you introduce Mitch. That's fucking hilarious. My friend, my friend Mitch. That would actually be really, really funny. Everybody that's still listening to the show, which is wild how many people still are. If you see Mitch on Saturday, make sure you uh introduce Just shout Mitch out across the parking lot. Just Josh, everybody do it. Holy Never shit! <laughs> Dozens of people. Hi, have you met my friend Mitch? Hey, have you? Hey, oh, Josh, I don't know. Have you it's met a podcast? This is NASCAR Mitch from Pimble's If that Night. happens, yeah. Josh is gonna do a playback just to spite us. He'd be like, "Fuck yeah. this guy," and he's, and he's gonna like pull like former MLB players and shit to be honest, yeah. to, like completely screw us over. Especially All right, That's NASCAR Mitch. That's Fids. Aldo, I'm Zo. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, Maybe we'll see you Saturday, but we'll definitely be here Wednesday. Playback, Otani night. Uh, We'll see you guys. This Padres bitch is shitting bricks right now. Why? Because Danny fucking Burgess is up and back. Guy just started Shake Shack straight to the dugout. Rebuild of the favorites. We here for the latest. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. It's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee, so the whole league that we hear now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Trade rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, nigga, it all change. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season, nigga, it all